Oi, Elon, you listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 311. Tonight's episode, the manlings do the fighty part of the slaves to darkness. Oh, oh, I'm a big barbarian. I only wear chains and a thong. Oh, I'm a tough guy. I wear lots of armor. I try to be like the Dwarden, but I can't because I'm a servant of evil. I'm a git and I'm evil. Now shut it. I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Garage, you tools. Next two, three hours, going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. <sighs> Bringing you the undivided, the ever-chosen, and all sorts of cool little marks that make you just that much better. I'm Dave Whitek, and with me, as always, is my buddy, Chris. Hey, hey. What up, How's Chris? Hey, hey. Slaves to Darkness. Now, we're just recording this very shortly after we did the lore episode, jumping into yeah. the war episode here. Yeah. Oh, I, I I I I know I'm saving this for the uh, for the garage gamer that's mm-hmm. coming that we're doing, but uh, I put I put paint on my slaves to darkness models. Ah, yeah. me. Uh, just dry brushed in the armor, the just sure. the light metal over the black primer. I'm uh, gonna add it to gonna have it that you know metally look. I'm not even worried about it all being black right now. Just trying to get that sort of you know it uh, yeah. just all lead belcher on them lightly with lots of dark recesses. I'm going to just start adding in small details. See what I can do without getting too deep into it to make mm-hmm. it like, you know, at least to put on the table. That's excellent. Because I got enough. You know, I need a couple wizards and I got a viable army that's sitting here. And it's like, no, I think I need to play a couple rounds of this <laughs> just to do something different. I've never played this army. I don't think I've actually ever played. Chaos any Warriors? Games. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and you can play a lot of cool Chaos Warriors. So I'm excited. All right, mm-hmm. but before all that, we should thank the sponsors. You know, the guys who uh, you know help you know run the show and and make sure that we we have all the things we need. And those sponsors are Chaos Org Superstar, Chaos Org Superstar, Six Squared Studios for all your three D printing, MDF basing, and token needs. And of course, Grognard Games in Roselle and yeah. Batavia, Illinois. Right. And Batavia, they open this Saturday. This I don't think this episode will be out yet. When this, their grand opening is the eighth. This well, it's uh, the day before Saturday before Easter. Yeah. So yeah, it's the eighth. Yeah. Grand opening. That's awesome. Uh all right. So, um, let's see what do we got here. Oh, Patreon sponsors, our mm-hmm. associate producers, Jake C, James Brown, Old Man Yeti, and. George Stradone, our executive producer, Scotty Milne. Um, we only recorded like four days ago, so we don't have any new patrons. But since it was only four days ago, and since I got such a wonderful reaction out of it, I'm just going to mention Janet Wicks again from last episode, new patron, <laughs> because she was so excited to hear her name. So, Janet, that's for you. Hello. Thank uh, you. We hope you're listening and enjoying the show. Uh, and David Stafford as well. He, uh, you know, he's. Uh, was on the one from last week as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all our Patreon patrons becoming part of the almost 1% who make this show and everything we do on it. Really all the cool stuff possible. Um, also, we have voicemail, but we don't have any voicemail. So if you mm-hmm. want to call and leave us a voicemail, since we haven't gotten any in the last four days, it's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's right. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. Most international callers dial 00 and then 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. You, too, can be on the show, on the air, doing the thing. What do you think, Chris? That sounds great. It does, doesn't it? 
It does. I'm super excited. All right. Um, break back uh, Slaves to Darkness rules. Mm-hmm. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back. Hey, hello. Yeah, so Slaves to Darkness. They got a lot of rules. There's a lot of rules. <laughs> There's a lot of rules. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'd, I'd like to... I'd, <sighs> I'd like to give page. this. I'd like to give this a bit of the generalities here. Mm. I mean, some of the stuff we got to go into detail because there's some cool stuff in it. Yep. But I mean, ugh, there's so many units, and there's yeah. cool stuff in here. But do we really need to go over every Warcry War brand that you can take in here? Um, uh, possibly not. No, no. I we'll think go over not. The, the, there's a couple highlights. There's some cool stuff. Like I would actually take mm. this over some of the Underworlds War bands because a. I got so many of these painted because of my students. <laughs> oh, yeah. That we could use. And um they each have sort of a little clever thing. Like if yeah. you've got a if you got a band you really love, you could put them in there on the cheap. I think they're about a hundred points a piece. Yeah, some of them are like eighty points. Yeah. I mean, especially since everything in this army is expensive, they could be yeah. a thing to fill in a little weird gap. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's cheaper options if you're just looking for bodies. You know, you can just do Marauders, there's are yeah. the cheapest. Yeah. But they don't really have any They don't they have, have that a, kind they, of flavor. They have a they have a they have their own thing. There's but, but those guys they got flavor. Yes, they do. The you know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh like in the Poconos, go and hideaways, pack of Franks and a big pack of Frida Lays. That's the kind of flavor they got. That's right. Um all right, so why is why is my phone even on for real? What is that? Uh, sorry, that was that was my ringtone. Oh, um, nice! And uh, someone's trying to video chat me on a WhatsApp. I didn't even know it's still connected to that. What is going on? <laughs> All right, well that okay. Nope, decline that. Turn my ringer off because I am irresponsible. And so let's talk some battle traits. Yeah, this is important. This gives you some cool stuff. So you 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 pick a you pick a. You pick a uh, you pick a keyword: undivided corn, zinch, nurgle, or slanesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, unless they already have one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you got you know you pick something, and you can mix and match. And I, I think mix and match is the way to go. 
Okay. I don't think I'm the only one who thinks that. Um, I mean, I'm certain there are people who will go all in with one because maybe they have one of those other armies, you know? Sure. It's good to go with a lot of Nurgle if you're going to bring in Nurgle backup or corn if you're going to bring in corn units backup. Well, yeah, I mean, there's other units that, you know, go with the marks that you pick, you know, so like your Chaos War Shrine, if it's marked one thing, yep. it, you know, it marks, it helps those other things mm-hmm. that have the same mark. Yeah, so now if you're undivided, um, mortal and ogre slaves to darkness that are not unique get the eye of the gods. Mm-hmm. So, and then it says when a slaves to darkness hero rolls in the eye of gods, you can reroll a die. Okay. Which is cool. Yeah. So basically, you can really, I mean, you have to kill a hero to roll on the table. Mm-hmm. Or a monster, or a monster, yeah. But given all of them, the keyword, you know, letting them go in and every, it, it just okay, throw it all in there and start attacking. You know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if you're playing with a lot of monsters and big things, it's like, oh, those aren't those might not be mortal or ogre. Yeah, um, but you know, you can bring some of that stuff in. It's pretty good. Uh, and then they get they also get a command ability for Which their is heroes. A really good one. Yeah, one friendly undivided. Adds one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target a hero or monster. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, corn plus one attack on the melee if they charge. And they right. also have a command. Um, so it's good to note here that it is keyword locked. Yeah, corn slaves to darkness heroes. So, but yeah. I mean, if they have a corn keyword, I mean, everything in the book is slaves to darkness. Well, yeah. So, but if you like the, you know, blades of corn. You know, they can't use this. The blades of corn. Oh, you know, because the, the the other corn book. Oh yeah yeah yeah, but um, yeah, because it doesn't just yeah, because they don't say slaves to darkness. So right. yeah yeah. Um. But still, plus one to the attack when you charge. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then their command command ability is give a corn unit. Uh, oh, uh, when they make a charge move, so you do this top of the charge phase. Uh, and yeah. the charge move on a two up, they 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 do D three mortals, so you mm-hmm. get some impact hits. Yeah, it's like an impact hit. Yeah, plus one attacks is really good with this yeah. book. You, I yeah. think this is the one that I. I had I didn't want to just make the whole army like this because I felt like that would be really one dimensional, mm-hmm. but it was really tempting too. Yeah, because plus one attack on the church. You have I mean, I have an army right now, and I know it's not a great army, but it's forty models, and that's actually over two thousand points. I wouldn't use one of the models. My my mm-hmm. actual army is like thirty nine models. It's like a chosen unit. Yeah, it's a chosen, and there's warriors, and then there's uh, I got five knights. Yeah. And a couple of demon princes and a couple of heroes. And boom, that's, I mean, that's what I've got. And that's, that's 2,000 points. I know. I mean, these, these models, these, they're, they're expensive, which is good if you're just trying to get a 2K army. But you also don't have a very big army. You have really good armor saves, though. Mm-hmm. Multiple wounds. It's really yeah. tempting to give everybody an extra attack on the charge and impact hits. Right. Uh, I mean, speci- chaos chosen. I mean, my goodness, we'll get chaos to that. Chaos chosen, but even like the chaos warriors, like if they get a bunch of it, I mean, they're, they're no slouches. They don't hit as hard as chosen. Obviously, they why would they? They're not chosen, right? 
but it's just wow. If you can get these guys' attacks up, they they they're nothing in this army is is like a, is a, is junk. If you're going with that sort of the heavy mm-hmm. hitters, right? Um, you can also go full horde if you want. You could plus one attack when you've got a bajillion uh, marauders. Mm-hmm. That works. Oh yeah. You know how many of those got? How many attacks do those fools get? Hold on. Marauders. Yeah, uh, I got it here. Um, they, they have one, one with their axe, and then two if they have the flail. You almost want to give them the flail because it's one extra attack and hits easier. Why wouldn't you want the flail? Oh, because the flail you don't get the shield. Right. So you don't get the five up save. Mm-hmm. But they get plus one to hit. Oh, okay. So they charge. They get plus one to hit. They're mm-hmm. all. They only got one attack, but you'd get right. ten or twenty of them. Yeah. They have no. They have a five up save, you know. Yeah, with a mark of corn that would. Yeah, see, that's eh, nah. I have a bajillion of them. Which yeah, is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, used run, I used to run two units of forty. Yeah, because you in, could do that back yeah. in fantasy, and it when it worked, yeah. it was awesome. Oh man, it was great. Two units of forty that were both stubborn because you run the, the eye of the god, the banner of the gods next to them. Right, so they don't oh, yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Zinch one, roll a die every time a spell targets a Zinch unit. On a six, it has no effect. In eh. adi- yeah, that's not great. Yeah. In addition, they got a spell casts on six, range of nine, pick a friendly Zinch slaves to darkness. Yeah, that's uh, and good. that's a teleport anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick them and put them anywhere on the battlefield more than nine inches from the enemy. That's the, a good one. The spell's good, but I don't know. That does. I, I'd rather just take the extra attacks. Unless, I suppose if you had a, I don't know. You might have a specific idea, you know, for this. I mean, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have, like, if you're going to be mixing marks, just throw a Zinch wizard, maybe a unit of five knights. That's and just, true. And just to use them as a, you know, you got to worry about this spell and this unit now. Yeah. It just feels like a lot. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna have some. I gotta because I gotta have. I want to have some wizards in the army. So I figured mm-hmm. uh, the 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 Zinch ones they cast and dispel two each. They're the most. They're the smartest ones to sort of pick. Right. Uh, what else? Nurgle minus one to wound them with melee weapons. And their command ability is start of the combat phase. After it fights, roll a die for each unit within three inches. On a three-up, they take D3 mortal wounds. Yeah, that's their command ability. Their main ability is to subtract one from wound rolls. Yeah, you're, you're minus one to wound them with your melee weapons, which is which good. Is, which is amazing. Yeah. So it's amazing. And then the command ability, like I said, you can do a, on a three-up. You can do. I, I don't even see it using that one that much. Just the minus one to wound is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd be better. You'd be better off instead of that command ability. You'd be better off just doing all-out defense. Yeah. Then they're just tanks. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna get plus one saves. They're gonna be on a two-up save, minus one to wound them. It's, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. And Marcus Lanesh plus one to run and charge, and their command ability um, can run and charge. They can run and charge in the same turn. Amazing. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's good and fast for if that's mm-hmm. if that's what you're trying to do. So, yep. uh, like I said, I'm still a fan of Corn and Nurgle in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I can see that Zinch might be good. Um, I, I just I don't know. Like I said, of the of the two armies, the ones that I've played around with the most are Corn and Nurgle, 
Yeah, so, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm the same. I, my uh, Slaves of Darkness army is the same, actually. Corn and Nurgle mixed. But I can you see... You got some hammers? You got some anvils. Yeah, I, I can see a usage for the other things, too. Um, and then the yeah. Eye of the Gods table. And the is, Eye of the Gods table. Basically, if you kill a hero or a monster, a unit that has the Eye of the Gods keyword can roll on the table, and you could get a bonus or you could get a penalty... Right. Um, I mean, you could turn into a demon prince, or you could turn into a spawn, or yeah. all sorts of stuff in the middle. Right. This is where the gods are fickle. They give you effects, right. uh, and they may think that they're helping you out, and you might be like, why did I just grow another horn out of my head? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so um, there's other ways to roll on this, too, besides killing a hero or a monster. There's there- like... There are spells and there are yeah things you can get where it's like there, there's fact, like a I think there's a command ability you can do yeah I, I, yeah I think one of the yeah there's a lot of things that's like oh just roll in the eye of the gods table yeah oh, just okay. roll right, cool. cool sweet appreciate it yeah um now let's see what else do we have and it's not just heroes that can roll on this uh, units can roll on it any too. unit with the mark whoever actually kills the hero though it's got to right. the unit that actually so five units attack a hero the unit that actually puts it down is the one that has to roll right and they have to have the keyword eye of the gods in order to do this yes um they have heroic actions um with a friendly slaves to darkness hero with the eye of the gods keyword so they have to have a hero and eye of the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you talk about their, this is the vows of darkness. Yeah, these are yeah, their, yeah the vows of darkness are two heroic mm-hmm. actions. Pledge to the dark gods. Pick a friendly slaves of darkness hero with the eye of the gods keyword. Until the end of that turn, each time you roll on the eye of the gods table for that hero, you can roll three dice instead of two and pick any two dice you rolled for your score. Yeah, you got to be pretty confident that you, this guy's gonna actually get the get the kill. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wasted it. Or I guess you could cast a spell on him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying this is just the right. this is yeah. the, the heroic action. Draw mm-hmm. on power. Pick a slaves to darkness wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I kind of like this one. Until the end of the turn, when you're casting with that wizard, you roll three dice instead of two. Except if two of those, two or more of those dice yeah, come up one. ones. You get the miscast, and instead of taking D3 mortals, you take D6 mortals. Ouch. I still feel like that's worth it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, getting that, especially if you want to get some things off that'll happen. Because they, they got a couple of weird spells in here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and then you got to pick one of the six damned legions. And I'm not, yeah. that's what they're called, the damned legions, the legions of the damned. Um, right. And we'll get into those. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> all right. So command traits you can pick. They've got some basics. I still think I. I kind of like arch sorcerer. If you're gonna have a wizard as your general, yeah, they know all the spells mm-hmm. from the Lord of the Damned, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think the most popular one is favorite of the Pantheon. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. That's also an automatic battle tactic on turn one. Is it? Hmm. Oh. After deployment, you can roll once on the Eye of the Gods table for the general. Well, if it's after deployment, how does that... So you pick your battle tactic at uh-huh. the beginning of your turn. And what? And is... one of the battle tactics is... Yeah, what is it? Because that's what I... Lust for darkness. 
Pick a friendly slave to darkness hero has the eye of God's keyword. You can complete this battle tactic if you roll on the eye of the God's table for that hero during this turn. Uh, but after deployment, you roll it. So you haven't taken a turn yet. You've already mm-hmm. rolled it. So it doesn't, wouldn't count. I think, I, I think it does. Does it? Yeah, people do it all the time. Ah, I call shenanigans. Because just during this turn. It's turn one. Um, after deployment. No turns have started after at the end of the depl- uh, at, after deployment. I have think, they? I think I think you're on turn one. So that's deployment, right? Um, no, you deploy Ooh. and then you start the. You, that's not during the ba- either, any of the battle rounds. Deployment happens before that. I don't know. I've seen like a. I've seen many battle reports, and this happens all the time. I call shenanigans unless mm-hmm. I'm wrong, and then I say I'm wrong. But I still I still call shenanigans. I I didn't I didn't think that the deployment phase was part of the first mm-hmm. battle round because you know or I, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, but that if it does, then that's great. Yeah, you got an automatic first round yeah. thing. Yeah. That's that's I, great. I, I, I've just I've just seen it done. Many times, yeah. Battle, battle I'm not. Teams. I'm not. I mean, I like I said, I could be wrong. I don't have mm-hmm. the book in front of me with the actual steps and the and the way you actually do it. But right. I didn't catch that because didn't seem yeah. like that worked to me. Um. Now that's for heroes. Now, if you pick a demon prince, right? Demon princes have other command traits. Um. I kind of like not to be denied. Where you get a second heroic action, you just. Mm-hmm. It, you, if you did a heroic action but not with the general, then you can do an additional heroic action with the general. It can't be the yeah. same one as the other heroic. Action. So you just never call your general to do the first heroic action, right? And you get two heroic actions every turn. That's mm-hmm. I I think that's great. Yeah, especially like, well, when you uh, yeah. when you have the pledge to darkness and the draw on power as well on mm-hmm. in your back pocket. Yeah. Um, the one the one I like actually like just bolstered by chaos. So the demon prince gets two extra wounds and becomes a monster. I like uh, that one. Yeah, yeah. How many? Because there's some because there's some things that you can only do if you're a monster, like in, like further on in like the, you know, for like abilities and stuff oh. under just spoilers. Oh, okay, cool. So you get so if you're if you're a general. And you're a demon prince. You get two wounds, uh, two extra wounds from Bolster by Chaos. So that brings you up dispo- to twelve. Then you get in the spoilers. All the spoiler monster units get two extra wounds. Oh, yep. So then you have fourteen wounds. Right. Oh, that's actually not bad. If yeah. you're going to play the spoilers, yeah, then I would yeah. absolutely take that. It, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to mark that down here. Yeah. And then uh, the other part of the spoilers is. Uh, each demon prince gets a command trait, which is super cool. Oh, that's right. So if you have two, you mm-hmm. can give. Oh, you can give not to be denied to the other guy. Yes. You can give the not to be denied to your general and bolstered by chaos. Oh wait, it, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't work that way. No, you have to give bolstered by chaos to the general. Yep. Oh, so then you can't give not to. They both right. talk about you have. So you can't have both of those. I know it's a little it's a little finicky the way the word. So each spoiler demon prince can be given a command trait in addition to your general, which can be used if they were a general. Each command trait must be different. So your general gets a command trait, and then 
the other demon prince in your army also gets a command tree. Interesting. But he's not, but he, you can't double dip and be, both of them can't be bolstered by chaos because they have to be different. Right. So one's bolstered by chaos. Yeah. And one gets not to be denied. Right. So he's actually got four less wounds than the general because he's not a monster natively. The only way to make a demon prince a monster is using bolstered by chaos, which kind of sucks. But does he have to be the general then if you can just give it to anybody because they can't all be the general? You see what well, I'm saying? Because each of these says to that general's thing. Mm-hmm. So, but they're not all the generals. So how does that, I mean, I, I, and maybe I'm just confused because I, I know, I, I saw what you said. They can each get one, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, is, so let's say I give. So it says, in addition to your general, which can be used as if they were a general, each command trait must be different. So you can't give them, that. that so they can right use there. it as if they were the general. It says that. Yes, they can use their other the, the other command trait that they pick, but they can't both pick bolstered by chaos because right. Each but what command I'm saying is, all of these command traits mention the general, and I, I yeah, I'm yeah. trying to be dense. Oh, yes. So I give the general bolstered by chaos mm-hmm. because that gives him the monster, which gives him the general suddenly has plus four wounds. Yeah. Okay. But the, the guy, I, the guy I give not to be denied to, it says if you didn't carry out the action with this general, but it says you can count it as that general for that thing. So I could give not to be denied to it to another guy who's uh, the demon prince who's not the general. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it would yeah. still work. Yeah, I think you can give. Um, and actually, ruinous, I think you, I think you could give ruinous overlords traits to demon princes as well because they're heroes. Um. They are slaves to darkness heroes, aren't they? Are oh, wait, uh-huh. Yeah, they Yeah. They're slaves to darkness. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they can go from both of them. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Oh, cool. <laughs> um So there's some darkness. good ones there. That's are good. There's some good ones in there for for demon princes. Yeah, yeah. Because even in the, then, in the artifacts of power, it's the same thing, right? You got yeah. the sla- the demon princes, which I would give the helm of many eyes if I was going to use any of those. Give them the yeah. strike first. Yeah. But then you drop over to slaves to darkness heroes, which they are. Mm-hmm. And then those are good too. Yeah. Um, the hellfire sword is great. Sixes do the number of mortals equal to the damage characteristic of the weapon. Yeah. So yeah, that's always nice. I don't like I don't like abilities that go off on sixes to wound though. Eh. Uh yeah, I can see that. Mm. Uh but the Conqueror's Crown too. Yeah, Hell of the Oppressor is amazing. No inspiring presence or rally within six inches? Yeah. So many people uh, I don't know. A lot of people have that bonus to rally nowadays. Yeah, that's um, true. But it, but it, the, the range on this is kind of short, so that's not really the effect. It's the inspiring presence part that is is super cool. See, Turning was, that the ability to turn that off is awesome. I was liking the uh, Conqueror's Crown going yeah. through the objectives, and if you have yeah. a, a wound characteristic of one or two, every yeah. model within six inches of him, if yeah. he gets right up onto the right up near the objective mm-hmm. or right up near the, like half of your guys, if you're on it, suddenly yeah. I mean, don't if the count. Demon Prince is on the objective. Yeah, if that, you're dead center, a, yeah. yeah, that's essentially the whole objective. <laughs> so 
So if you're on it, you've got one or two wounds, just forget about it. You can't contest it. And if you're off to the side, it's still not that bad. Mm-mm. Um, Kea, okay, now Wizard Heroes, which Demon Princes are not. They could be. Oh, they could be if you gave Make a, them arch-sorcerer. Arch <laughs> or if you took the the cultist, then all your oh, heroes the Kaba- become wizards. The Kabbalist, the Kabbalist yeah. yeah. Then all your yeah. heroes become wizards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, I like the Helm of Eldritch Command. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that's cool. So when you try to dispel an endless spell, if the roll is greater than the casting value, and you can either dispel it or just take it over, and now you control it. Yeah. Now, if it gets dispelled and then re re put together or re recast, then you don't control, then recast one. But since you control it, the other guys would either have to roll to dispel it. They couldn't just get rid of it. Right. So, yeah, I kind of like the idea of taking over other people's endless spells because apparently yeah. a lot of people use them and I've never, oh, yeah. I never do and I know I should I just can never fit them in my army <laughs> um, I do kind of like the infernal puppet although it's it's a once per battle yeah uh, pick an enemy wizard and then until the end of the phase so I started at the, at the start of the enemy's hero phase until the end of the fe- phase um, when that wizard attempts to cast a spell they take d3 mortal wounds and if it yeah. kills them they don't even roll the dice like they died before they could finish casting right. it i mean i would think that that would just pretty much just shut off casting for, for that, that guy yeah. yeah but that's i mean once per battle yeah you get unless a, you're a, like, a unless tur- yeah unless you're like a big caster maybe you'd still do a couple you know cast cast and then oh sure if a, you got do a, a heroic recovery if or you've something. got a god or something like that but also mm-hmm. if you could you know if you can get a couple of things down on them. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems, especially if they're your average, you know, five or six wound caster. Yeah. You can shut them down. Yeah. It's, It'd be a good way to like ding three wounds off like Marathi. Yeah. And like, and like turn one, you know what I mean? Just like, aha, I'm going to cast. Cool. Infernal mm-hmm. puppet. Oh man. And you roll <laughs> that five or six and do three wounds to her. Like, yes. <laughs> Let's it's see. Kind of, it's a pretty situational. I don't know. Now, there's a couple of things that let people have all the spells, so I want to kind of quick cover the spells here because there's some mm-hmm. cool spells going on. Oh yeah, there's so much, and we're throwing. There's a lot coming because there's a lot here. There's a lot of little things to pick, a yeah. lot of little stuff to do. It mm-hmm. all just sort of depends on what you want. This book's got everything. Yeah, you can Chris, just build it. You can build this army in so many ways. Chris and I were talking before the show, and we felt there was at least, at least a fun. Uh, oftentimes a quite good list you could build for all six of the different legions oh, you sure. could pick. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, there's a legion for every way you would like to play this game, and it's bananas. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, you want to do a quick run through the spells? Yeah, so Binding Damnation, cast seven, range 12. Pick an enemy unit in range visible. They strike last. Yep, quick strike last. Nice yeah. one. Uh, Spite yeah. Tongue Curse, cast on a three, range of 12. Pick it, pick a unit, D three mortal wounds. But it's just three mortal wounds. I'm sorry, three mortal wounds. Yeah, so but it casts yeah. on a three. Now here's the thing. If it's unsuccessful or they unbind it, you yeah. take the three mortals. <laughs> yeah. This one, I love this stupid spell. I mm. just I think it's <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm casting it, and if it works, you're taking D three. But if you're better than me, it's gonna turn around and bite me. Yeah. Uh, is it a spell I want to cast all the time? No, it's dangerous and dumb to try and cast it, but it also yeah. seems like something that I would I would 
cast far more than I should. I think if you if you if your wizard knew all the spells, you'd be casting this all the time. If you were playing against somebody who only had like one unbind, yeah. Once, you know they, I mean? once their unbind's gone, this is yeah. a. I mean, as yeah. long as you don't roll snake eyes, yeah, you've got this. <laughs> yeah, three mortals. Yep, just three mortals. Boom. Yep. Uh, what's I mean, next? If you're if you're if you're close to somebody, it's like spite down curse. Three mortals. Boom. Arcane bolt. D three mortal wounds. Boom. You know. Take out your five wound hero. Exactly. All right. What's next? Uh, chaotic conduit. Uh, cast seven range twelve. Pick a friendly eye of the gods unit in range as visual caster. Immediately roll in the Eye of the Gods table. There you that's go. Another, that's another way to do that battle tactic. Yeah, that would definitely get the battle tactic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, yeah. So, so you could just set up, you could set this up at the beginning too if you wanted to. You could just make sure you, you could just cast uh, it on himself, right? Yeah, of course, if you fail to cast, then right. you're in so, a world of trouble. Yeah, you're going to be, I mean, there's got, I think there's ways to add casting to. People. Well, we, we, I think we mentioned the one. There's a you know, one that gets you the plus. Uh, yeah, it's the hits the uh, heroic action, right? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drawn power. Yeah. yeah. So you just do drawn power. Roll, roll three, three dice, dice. Pick the two you want. Just don't roll a couple of ones, and you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, and then hopefully you can roll a combination of a seven. <laughs> yeah. Because it has to be. Yeah, roll three dice instead of two. Roll three dice instead of two. Yeah, and oh, it is. You actually add all three dice together. Oh, you do all add all three dice together. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. I was not paying that much attention. Oh, right. Add. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you yeah definitely yeah. get your seven. Yeah. So you just draw on power. Make sure you're thirty inches away from, you know, the guy that you know from your enemy wizards, mm-hmm. and then just do that, and then you get your battle tactic. That might be less controversial than doing the command yep. trade, I guess. All right, so far we got a strike last effect. Uh, three mortal wounds is going on somebody. Mm-hmm. Roll on the eye of the gods. Next one, this one will be quick. Ruinous vigor. Cast yep. on six. Range at twelve. Pick a monster. Use the top row of their damage table until your next hero phase. Yeah. So that's a great. One. If you've taken some wounds, now I'm just using the top row for all of my stats for yeah. the thing. Boom, that's a great six-point spell, especially if you're playing a lot of monsters. Yeah. And then the last one? Uh, demonic Speed, cast six, range 12, pick a friendly slave dark use that has a mount and is wholly within range invisible. Uh, they can attempt to charge that unit with an 18 instead of 12 and roll 3d6 instead of 2d6. That's right. Super cool. You know that's who has a-, a mount and is big and nasty? Uh, Lots of people. The Varengard, well, Archaon. The, the, big, the big man himself, Archaon. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he is a scary dude yeah he can cast this on himself <sighs> all right what I, else uh yeah god these are pretty de- i mean the spells aren't bad yeah strike putting someone to strike last rolling more on the eye of the gods just mm-hmm. and plus the fact that you can every turn you can have someone rolling on the eye of the gods table i mean granted you could get screwed over really bad and hurt yourself <laughs> yeah but by the same token, a lot of these things are good. They're bonuses that will that will, uh, and some of them are for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Stacking them up's not bad, right? So I mean, they, yeah, I mean, we didn't go over every result, but no, I mean, it, it, we've all seen the eye of the guy. The eye of the guy's tail has been around for forever. Yeah, you know, ensorcelled uh, banners. I like this. You start yeah. off. Everyone gets a banner. Now there's six banners. There's mm-hmm. the generic banner. 
Uh, then you can give this to Chaos Chosen, Chaos Warriors, or Chaos Knights only. Right. Okay. Yeah, this, so that's an enhancement. So you always get at least one. Yep. Uh, your basic one, minus one from chanting rolls for prayers chanted by priests who do not have the chaos keyword. Yeah, that's Battlefield. Yeah, so that's a Battlefield banner. If you are not a chaos priest, you yeah. minus one to your, your prayers. Yeah, that's prayers. a cool one. Yeah, that's a good one. But, I mean, it's... I mean, I mean, if they don't have uh, priests I'll, or something, yeah, I mean... Then, yeah. But if but if you don't want to pick because there's five more but they're all for you know for very specific ones you know mm-hmm. undivided when they roll yeah. on the eye of the gods table they can roll two dice instead of one and pick the one yeah so that's the dread banner that's a good it's not a bad one yeah and then you've got the the classics I'm putting a banner of rage on one of my corn units that's my first banner if I get oh, more yeah. banners I get more banners plus, plus one plus to one wound. To wound. Like, for the okay. unit. It's like, oof. So I got a unit of... Do, now, do I take five chosen? I have 15 chosen, actually. Do I take three units of five or a unit of 10 and a unit of five? I'm I'm, I'm running a unit of 15 warriors with a halberds. 15 warriors? Wait. 15 chaos warriors with hal- or 20. Whatever they buy. What do you buy warriors oh, in these days? Uh, ten Tens packs. or fives? The warriors are 10 packs. I'm talking chosen. Chosen are in I five yeah. packs. Yeah, uh, warriors are in tens now. Warriors are in tens. Okay, yeah. So I'm running twenty warriors with, with this, with the K- yeah, Mark Horn, and then with that banner. That's what I'm doing with my banner. I was thinking the chosen because they've just got so many more attacks. They do, but I probably won't run chosen. But you're running less. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't run chosen. I just I I got them. You know, like I said, oh, yeah, my whole I, list I, I, is I'm I running don't. what I have to play this yep. list. Yeah, if absolutely. I start I to love it, I can always buy an extra thing here or there mm-hmm. if I really start to fall in love with it. Yeah. Um, like I said, and it's going to get painted, so why not? But I, yeah. I was talking the other day, and someone's like, why did you just start this? I thought you were going to try to finish up your your uh, orcs. Cool and boys, I said, yeah. yes, and I like painting my cruel boys, but I have over 40... Uh, um, the main guys, just the regular cruel boys, the, the gut rippers. Gut rippers. Yeah, I'm like, that's just getting that done, and I have the whole rest of the army to do this. That like, that's I have fewer models than that for this whole army. So mm-hmm. I just figured taking a break. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm going with the Chris school of painting right. here. I'm gonna yeah. paint something till I get bored with it, and then I'm gonna pick up the other army and paint it till I get bored with it, and then just yeah. go back and forth that way. I literally did that today. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I was painting my beastmen, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to paint any more beastmen for a minute. So I started putting together uh, Blade Geist Revenants. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what else? Uh, uh, Blasted so- Standard. Yep, that's Zinch. What does that yep. get? So four up uh, ward for attacks made with missile weapons that target this unit. That's not bad. It's not bad. Four up ward against shooting? Yeah, but I think especially you'll get more for a body. unit that you yeah. it, well, I'm assuming that you're going to put this on a unit that you can because it's Zinch, so it's got a mark of Zinch, so yeah. they're wizardy. You don't want them to get taken out. They're going to be flying up on something, trying to get in there, do some sort of thing. I, I don't know. Uh, is it as good as corn? No, no. Yeah, uh, eroding icon from Nurgle minus yeah. one rend for melee weapons. Yes, yeah. Uh, for enemy models. While they are wholly within twelve inches of this unit, 
So they don't even have to be attacking you. That's a great banner. Yeah, that's the one. That's that's the that's that's the popular pick. Well, and like I said, that's I mean, think of what the mark of Nurgle does. Yep, I got one banner, uh, and and I've got I've got mostly I've got corn and Nurgle units. I am giving if I get a if I get two banners, that's it. That's the banner of rage and the eroding icon for me. Yeah, because you can do that for if you take like a warlord or a yeah warlord battalion or a command entourage, you can pick an extra enhancement, Mm -hmm. and then you could pick an extra ensorcelled banner if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, and then the screaming flesh plus one attack for melee weapons if they charge for Slanesh. Yeah. Which is okay. Once again, it's if they charge, but in this this army's always charging. Yeah, you should be charging. Yes. Well, you, well the Slanish, the Sinesh guys should be charging because they've got the plus one run and charge, and they can run and charge. So yes, but this whole army is run. I mean, there's not a lot of shooting. You're running forward and trying to stick a sword yeah. into things. Right. Um. So why don't we do this? Let's cover the six legions really quick. The things that mm-hmm. they do. Yep. And then we'll take a break. Uh, yeah. We're actually getting through this pretty quick, yep. which I'm happy about. But there's, so, I mean, there's so many things so far. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can roll three dice to. I can take all these cool little abilities. I'm putting marks on different guys. I'm looking yeah. for you know to hit the eye of the gods table. Uh, I love that you are. I love that you are headhunting in this, mm-hmm. going for the heroes and the monsters. Like you want to surround and take those guys down for glory. And in, and that the game just shows you. Look, if I can take down a hero, the gods will reward me with something. Mm-hmm. So suddenly it becomes this contest: who can get the bonuses? And I just I love it. Yeah, it's cool. All right, so six legions, all with a bonus. Yep. Ho- hosts of the ever chosen. Right. So these are uh, this is like Archeon's dudes. Yep. Your chosen, your knights, your warriors, or Varengard. So everyone in full plate armor. Mm-hmm. Um. This is, I think, my favorite. Uh, you rally on a four-up. Yeah. And you can pick one additional ensorcelled banner yes. for your army. So there's this is host of the Everchos. I'm getting my corn and my Nurgle banner. Yep. And I'm rallying on four-ups. Varengard can rally on a four-up. Yeah. Those, those, that's, they're, that's a stupid thing. Mm. You get one killed or two killed and I'm going to rally and I'm going to put a Varengard model back. I mean, that's. Yeah, right that's there, that's worth everything. Chosen and knight, your warriors. Think about that. Yeah. Your warriors yeah. can rally. Your unit of twenty. Oh, I lost half of them. Oh, I just put back five. Yeah. So that's that's you know. Of course, you can only rally if you're you know three inches away from people. But this is like if you get shot or magicked up on your way in, do this. Or you get into a battle and they hit you first and took out a lot, and then you wipe them out because you have yeah. fifteen extra attacks. Yep. You know. Because, yeah, they can rally. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Legion of the First Prince. Yes, this is Bellacor. Bellacor's army. So you pick, okay, at the start of your hero phase, pick an undivided unit and give it a keyword. And then it gets, it has that mark until your next hero phase in addition to the undivided mark. Right. So you get a lot of undivided, I guess, in the Legion of the First Prince. Yeah, that would be the idea. And then. Uh, yeah, so basically for one battle round or still from your hero phase till your hero phase, you can give one unit one of these extra things. If you pick a wizard to get the zinch mark of chaos, then they know warp reality. 
Yeah, which is the move spell. Yeah, which is which is just cool. Yeah. Um, and their infernal servants rule is neat too. Yeah. So bloodletters, horrors, plague bearers, and demonettes get the benefit from the marks of chaos battle trait if they have the slaves to darkness as if they had the slaves of darkness keyword right so you've, so you've got blood letters getting you know oh plus, plus one, one to the attack on the charge and you can uh-huh. use the command ability on them yeah, you got plague bearers are gonna be minus one to wound yeah oh that's cool mm-hmm. see legion of the first prince isn't bad either especially if you have your bellicor model that you paint up and you want to play it yeah plus eternus is really good too yeah, he's cool. He is cool. I mean, we talked about his lore before. I just love I oh, I love what is happening in this book. But um yeah, Eternus in here too. Like there's all sorts of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh you want to take the 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 the, the Kabbalists? Yeah. Kabbalists, Kabbalists, uh blasphemous rituals. Uh all Kabbalist heroes become wizards. So if you're already a wizard, you get to cast an additional spell and no additional spell. So which is kind of cool. Um, and then you get to carry out the drawn power heroic action. Uh, when you do that, you can immediately carry out the same heroic action with another one within three inches of the first one. Each other Kabbalist hero within three yeah. inches of the first one. Yeah. So if you have three wizards in a little triangle there, right? one heroic action, all three of them get it. Right, so they can all draw on power. So that's where they get to roll... Three, three dice, dice for their spells. Yeah. But if they roll two ones, they take three mortal wounds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or no, Kinda D6 cool. instead of D6 mortals, yeah. which is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But rolling three dice for all the sp- suddenly it's like, nope, I'm this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rad, That's pretty, actually. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. And it's the only thing I have a beef with is that the range of the spells is only twelve inches. There's a lot. There are a lot of short range, but once again, this army is running up to punch yeah. you in the face. Right. They're not peppering you with shots early. Yeah. Everyone in this army is running forward to punch you in the face, and the wizards right. was, are going to be right behind them. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. It's like sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the the troops outpace the support because they they move, and then they charge, and then they're gone and then the other guys are just hanging out back there if you roll a bad run roll you're like uh oh part of that might be in your setup i know a lot of times Mm -hmm. in my setup if i'm not that worried especially because you got to look out sir yeah i'll put them right up at the front with like at the front of the unit so when they both run i'm there so even if they charge if they get a six or seven or eight i'm really still still not far behind them you know what i'm saying Yeah, yeah. But you got to, yeah, you can't just run them behind the whole time. You've got to know where they're going to be beforehand and get them close enough. Right. But everybody's a wizard. Yeah. Everybody can cast a spell. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you like the despoilers. Yeah, that's the one I use. So what's that one do? So you add two to the wounds characteristics of friendly despoilers, monster units. And then, in addition, each despoiler demon prince can be given a command trait in addition to your general, which can be used as if they were a general. And then each command trait must be different. See, that's what we, I wish we would have read that before because I'm too lazy to go back and edit out all my damn questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, so see, they can be used as if they're the general. So yeah, any it doesn't have to be the general that gets that one that makes him a monster, although your general having four extra wounds would be nice. Right. But yeah, then the other guy could use the thing where he also gets to do an extra an extra uh, heroic action. Mm-hmm. So if you got two demon princes with those two, one guy's got fourteen wounds, the other guy is 
throw you're doing two heroic actions, which means you can. I, I just there's so much yeah. you can do with. I just I love, and this is especially with the extra monsters. If you if you are a monster mash guy. Yeah. If you want to get that Mutalith Vortex beast out and you want to get out the other thing and the mm-hmm. other thing. Yeah, now, I mean, they have a lot of monsters in here. Ex- got, yeah. yeah, and extra wounds on them all. I mean, yeah. they, a, a lot of these monsters are four-up saves. I mean, you can also, if Archeon's in there, he gets two extra wounds, and he's got 27. Oh, is he a monster? Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, because I'm not good at this game. No, he's not a monster. Sure he is. Oh wait, I'm Archeon's looking. At, a, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong page. Yeah, Archeon's a monster. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a monster. Bel- yeah. Bellicor's a monster. <sighs> Archeon get 27 wounds. So dumb. <laughs> so yes, yeah, your Vortex yeah. Beast, your Slaughter Brute, 16 wounds each. Your Soul yeah. Grinder suddenly has 20. Yeah, the Manticore guy's got 14 now. I mean, even like your the uh, I think who doesn't get. Somebody, some, some of these people used to get it, but they don't anymore. I kind of, I kind of marked these and highlighted them so I could find those keywords quicker, which is why I totally yeah. was stupid for missing. Where are the extra monsters? That's a good question. I'm looking so, for. So, so what used to be a monster, the Mind Stealer Spherinx used to be a monster. He's not a monster anymore. Fomorid Crusher used to be a monster. Manticores. He ain't a, he man, ain't a monster. The anymore. Manticores are monsters, but Manticores the Carcadrac isn't. No. Eh. So Manticore is monster. Yep. Manticore is monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a meme. Yes. Manticore is monster. Yeah. So there's, I mean, but that's like, if that's what you want to play, your Chaos Lords on a Manticore, you're bringing in, uh, you know, uh, your yeah. Demon Princes. Yeah. So I, I use this more so because I just like the Demon Princes. I have a lot of, I have like the main guy I use is, he's like a, he's like a, converted demon prince that I made, you know, so I use him a lot as my general. I've got one corn and one Nurgle, because once mm-hmm. again, I am nothing if not predictable. <laughs> uh, Ravagers. Yeah. Ravagers get a heroic action. Yeah. Okay? With a Ravager hero. So if you play Ravagers, your hero gets a heroic action. Pick one Marauder, Marauder Horseman, Cultist, or Dark Oath unit that's been destroyed... You put it back with half the models rounding up. Uh, within 12 inches of the hero, more than 9 inches from enemy units, you can only replace them once. But you could literally use this every turn, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, and raise uh, a unit every turn. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, once again, and if you're going to play, Mar- I mean, because it's interesting, because you look... You don't want to play a ton of Marauders if you're playing Host of the Everchosen because you want no. Chaos. Or, or if you want to play Chaos Warriors, Chaos Knights, if you want to play the Armored Guys, you want to take Host of the Everchosen. Yeah. If you want to play the Naked Guys, you might as well. You, you really might want well to take Ravagers. the Ravagers because that, yeah. the, but that makes sense. That that makes sense for that army. Especially, yeah, like you said, they're cheap. You're going to be taking tons of them. Mm-hmm. If you were taking that, how much are those pros? Marauders? Yeah, Marauders, I think, are 85. 85 for 10. So you're taking 20. You're taking units of 20, and they're battling. So you're, you could take some 30s, but you can only get four reinforcements. And I was thinking you might. Oh, yeah. You know, but so Marauder. So you're taking, even if you took, like, what, three units of 30, mm-hmm. that'd be 520 points. Yeah. Three units. Yeah, three units of 20 would be 510 points. 
And then when they get killed, you get to bring back 10 from each of them. So your 60 becomes 90. Well, if they're 30s, you could bring back 15, yeah. Well, at that 30s, but then that's no longer 510 points. That's 755 points. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Um, Marauder Horseman is only five for 105. They're not that great anyway. What was the other one they can get in there? Uh, uh, cultists, cultists or Dark Oath units. So any of the, uh, like the Underworlds warbands or any of the uh, Warcry warbands. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And those guys, once again, not terribly expensive, are they? Yeah, so 30 splintered fang cost you 300 points, bring back 15 of them. Yeah. Oh, see, that's that's interesting. And then Knights of the Empty Throne. This is the only one that I'm not certain about. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you love playing with your Varengard, but you don't want to play with uh, uh, Archeon... I suppose you yeah. could play this, and then you could pretend like you're taking over the throne, and you pretend that you're actually quietly helping serve uh, Alicor. Yeah, and it turns yeah because because one of your Varengards, your general. Yep. So um, now this, if you're gonna take this, you're gonna take as many knights as possible. Oh yeah. Anything with a mount can run and charge. Mm-hmm. Just straight up, you can run and charge with a mount. Um, including Archeon. Well, but if, I yes, that is true. Um, <laughs> but the, I thought the whole point is is that you know it even says no. here when you pick the general, if Archaon's not in the army, you can pick a Varengard to be your general. They get the leader role, but they can't be given a command trait because they're not a hero. I, I'm saying is it, <laughs> I think I'd rather run in charge with Archaon. <laughs> and it rallies friendly Varengard units uh, on a five. Yeah. But yeah, it just seems like. A weird thing to have Archeon mm-hmm. in the Knights of the Empty Throne army. It just, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, you miss out on the Dread Lieutenant rule. Okay, not only that, but I mean, it's okay. So the mounts can run and charge in the same turn. I don't know. It just he's he's so good on. I I just don't know that dude running and charging is so powerful. Yeah, I just especially I don't know. if you use his ability, and you know that you're going to be double turning one into two or something or two into three. You just run him up there, do some damage, and then double turn immediately. It's like, oof. And the game could be over. Yeah. I mean, he could just he could just destroy half the guy your the opponent's army. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess you're right. All right, so you know what? It's break time. And yeah. we went through all the rules and we're on to the actual units now. So we're gonna talk yeah. about some of that stuff now, uh, when we come back. Okay. There's always something happening at Crognards. That's right, friends. Crognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So 
do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away. Because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Hey. That's right. Uh, What up? Not much. Oh, boy. Okay, so let's see what we got here. Let's see what we've got here. Grand strategies now or later? Uh, Why don't we do those now? Let's talk some grand strategies. So there's four. Um, What we got? They're they're not gimmies. Um, Dominating presence. Uh, You can please grand strategy if at least one friendly slaves of darkness unit is wholly within each large quarter of the battlefield. That you have to make sure you got enough units alive. Yeah, because this you're at a, you are at a you are at a premium on units, just Indeed. unit numbers in this game. Unless you're just going full on horde. Yep. Then you could just run, or you could plan ahead for this and just pick the cheapest units available and just get four of them and just sneak them in there when you <laughs> need to. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else? What's next? Uh, follow the path to glory. When the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. If you roll the dark apotheosis result on the Eye of the Gods table one or more times during the battle. So which one is the dark apotheosis? Let's take you have a- to roll an 11 or 12, and you turn the dude into a demon prince. Which means you have to have an extra demon prince. Yeah. But you also have to roll an 11 or 12. Oh, you can add a Slaves to Darkness demon prince. So if you don't have one, you can just leave him alone. Yeah. But you have to roll an eleven or twelve. Yeah, that's eh, hard. I, I, there's no one's going to do that. Yeah, why would you uh, pick bring, that? Bring realm to the ruin. Bring ruin to the realms. There when you this go. Battle ends. You complete this grand strategy. If you completed at least four battle tactics, and every battle tactic you completed was from the glory of chaos list below. And there's six of them down here. So. Yeah, and they're not. And they're not gimmies either. Uh, Masters of dark ritual. When this battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. Are there any slaves to darkness and the spells on the battlefield that you set up? Uh, I mean, that's about as close you can get as something you could actually control. But you're still relying on you rolling dice, getting the spell cast, having it having stay your, up there. At, yeah, then having your opponent not get, get rid, rid of it before the end of the game. Yeah. Like yeah. you almost want to have to go second at the end yeah. of the game just to try to cast this thing and if they stop you, yeah. yeah. So none of these are uh, gimmies. Nope. Uh let's take a look at the uh battle tactics. You have to do yeah. four of them if you want to get that other one anyway. Yeah. Pick an objective marker t- more than uh within 12 inches of any enemy units, okay? So an objective marker within 12 inches, you complete it if there are no enemy units within 12 inches of the objective mark at the end of the turn. That's doable. Absolutely. That one's doable. Uh, what's next? I'm sorry. Lust, lust for power. Yes. That's the one we talked about earlier. Pick a slave darkness hero, has Eye of Gods. Complete this battle tactic if you roll on the Eye of the Gods table for that hero during this turn. There you go. I guess there's the debate if it's turn one, does that include <laughs> the Deployment? beginning stuff? It probably oh. does. I probably don't know what I'm talking about. It just never seemed like it to me. Yeah. Um. 
March of Ruin. Because you didn't even know who was going first until you were finished deploying because there was stuff. But I don't know. I, we're, not, we're not talking about that. Yeah. All right. So what's March <laughs> of Ruin? Uh, pick a sl- friendly Slaves of Darkness unit that includes a standard bear within a sorcelled banner and is not within en- is not within enemy territory. You complete this battle tactic. If at the end of this turn, that unit is wholly within enemy territory and within three inches of any other friendly units. Okay. So you got to have two units in enemy territory at the end of the turn. One is the one that was apparently already there. Yeah. And then get this one with the ensorcelled banner in there. Yeah, I mean, that's doable. You have to plan for it, but you can do that. If you have more than one, Mm -hmm. if you only have one, you better do it quick before the opponent takes it out. Yeah. Because that's not a bad plan. Listen, you better take out the ensorcelled banner unit, not only because it gives it a bonus, but because, oh... They can yep. actually get a battle tactic off that just <laughs> by be. Oh, goodness. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, what's next? Iconoclast. Pick a priest. Pick an enemy priest or totem. Destroy them by the end of the turn. Boom. Doable. Oh, yeah. Champ- just, yeah. Uh, Champion of Chaos. At the end of your turn, three or more heroes within three inches of enemy heroes. Doable. Absolutely. And run them down at the end of your turn. Three or more friendly slaves units made a charge move. That one's really doable. Oh, yeah. You could get four out of here. I mean, three of these. Yeah. The champion, keep the heroes attacking other heroes, doable. Mm-hmm. Run them down, doable. The yep. banner, doable. Uh, yeah. Once again, you said you you get the auto go on the one for the yep. lust, the for, lust power. for power. Yeah. There's one. Uh I the, think so. I, yeah. I would imagine most cast players are going to take bring ruin to the realms, and then just try to do these. Try to get the one, you know, four of these six, mm-hmm. and then another one like eye for an eye, or well, it's uh, you know, no, desecrate it's, their lands or whatever. Well, no, you can't use those. You can use one. Nope. There's five battle it, rounds. If you completed at least, at least four battle tactics, and yeah. every battle tactic you completed this battle was from the Glory of Chaos list below. Oh, every battle tactic. Yep. You can only pick off this list to win it. But you oh, can gotcha. get four of these six pretty easy, uh, especially if they have if they have a, t- a priest or a totem. Oh, then that's you dumb, can, actually. You can, so yeah, if you only had four... I can see a situation there. You got to complete at least four. You yeah. Know, but you, you know, so every you, battle tag you completed this battle was from the. Okay. Yeah. So I can see a situation there where you're like, uh oh, well, I could do desecrate, but I'll lose my grand strategy. So I just won't do desecrate. So I'm just not going to get a fifth battle tactic, but I'll get my grand strategy. Yeah. I guess it would be a net plus one point. I guess that would be worth it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you got to get at least four. You can get four of these. You can probably get four of these. Yeah. Um, and the core battalions are weird. Yeah, they are. Uh, one weird and one leader and four to eight units that are not leaders, behemoths, or Varengard, and then mm-hmm. uh, zero to one behemoths. And if you do that, it's a one drop, which actually isn't bad. I mean, if you want to one-drop that, it's one-drop, and then they get uh, all-out attack or unleash hell for free, one one unit from it once in the game. Yeah. That's actually not a... Because it's a one-drop, that's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. I could drop a leader and just about all... Because especially if you're taking... 
because that because uh, that slaves to darkness. It's not a leader behemoth or Varengard. I could have chaos chosen, chaos warriors, any, yeah. chaos eight knights. Units. Yeah, I could take up to eight units in a one drop with that. I can take a behemoth if I did have one. Uh, and I would said, assume most people would not take this just because you really you're looking for magnificent. You know, I'm always looking for magnificent, but I mean there are people yeah. who are looking for one drop. Yeah. Um, the other one's even crazier. Uh, it's three to six of units of Varengard. Yeah, so if you, I mean, if you're playing Knights of the Empty Throne, you're taking this. It's one drop, and you get expert once per battle. One unit gets all out attack or all out defense without spending the command point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, like I said, if you if you if it's important to you to go first, they're both one drop, mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, Varengard are three for two ninety. So you would really have to. Now the nice thing is it's battle line in a host of the ever chosen army and in a Knights of the Empty Throne. You could take three units of that for eight hundred seventy points because mm-hmm. it's a minimum. They would drop one. You'd have three units of three Varengard in a army of the ever chosen. They're rallying on fours. Right. That's actually. Let's talk about the Varengard. All right. Why don't we jump around a bit? Varengard. Okay. Five wounds, three up save. They can move ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you can arm each of the each of the three with basically whatever you want. Yeah. They've got a bunch of weapons. They the you know they all have a different thing. Uh, the basic ensorcelled weapon: five attacks, threes by threes, one rend, two damage. That's great. Yeah. You know. That's the standard, I think. Yep. If you go with the fell spear, now the fell spear, uh, three attacks, threes by threes. It's got two rend and add one to wound rolls and improve the rend by one if you charge. So if you take the fell spear, you only get the three attacks, threes by threes. But then that actually, when you charge, it becomes threes by twos, three rend, two damage. Mm-hmm. That ain't bad. No. Three rend? Yeah. Your three up armor heroes are on a six. Your four up guys are not getting a save. Right. On a three attacks, threes by twos, three rend, two damage. That's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go with the demon forged blade. Three attacks, threes by threes, two rend, D3 damage. Uh, and sixes uh, hit rolls of six do a mortal wound on top of any other damage they do. So six is to hit right? with the Demon Forge Blade, does an extra mortal wound. Yeah, they're, a little, they're a little swingier than just a straight-up ensorcelled weapon. Yep. Uh, once per battle in the combat phase, after you fight, you can fight uh, with this unit again. Yeah. <laughs> That's Okay. And it's not even a strikes last. It's just that no. you could fight with them a second time. Yeah, you, just, you just fight twice. Yeah. And you just when it's your turn to pick, if they don't just fight like they don't fight and fight again. They fight and then you can okay, I can pick this one again. Once per battle. And if you just did that crazy three Varengard unit, all three of these guys get this. Just once mm-hmm. per battle they get to fight a second time. Yep. And they get a four up uh ward against mortals. Which is good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But they're expensive. Yeah, they are three four. How much did I say? Three three nine, three, nine, nine two, two, two ninety. 
Three for mm-hmm. two ninety. So, but that's fifteen. Plus, yeah. yeah, that's that's still almost a hundred points a model. Yeah. Yeah, but then you look, and the Chaos Knights are five for two thirty, and the Chaos Mara- uh, Chaos Warriors are ten for two twenty, mm-hmm. and are ten of them better than three of these guys? I mean, well, not better. They're only two twenty, but yeah. it just seems like the Varengard are really good. Yeah, I mean, I fought them at the team tournament. Yeah, how how did they do? Well, I was playing uh, my Mega Gargants. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, I it forgot. was pretty much my Mega Gargant went into like a a unit of three and just killed all three of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just like that's the only problem with Varengard is they're awesome. Right, until they're not, you know what I mean? They go up yeah. against something that just, well, I have three Ren, too, and I do two wounds per shot, so my Fulminators just crushed your Varengard. You know what I mean? Like, right. right. That, that's, 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 the only, that's the only beef I have on Varengards. They're awesome until they just get killed by something. Yeah, I just, wonder if anyone's had a lot, because I, I don't hear a lot about people like, yeah. oh, I brought in the Varengard. You don't mm-hmm. hear it, and it, I don't know if it's because they're so expensive, yeah. but I just love the models, but I don't want to buy them and paint them up and never use them, because they're yeah. not cheap. Like these are, you know, like this is one of those models where it's like, okay, I'm not painting this to be a display. It's not an Agash. It's not a. Mm-hmm. It's not an Archeon. It's yeah. it's real three really big knights. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they you look can mar- great. And, and you can mark these guys too. Sure, I'm just I'm just saying to actually buy the models and paint them up. Like if I'm not gonna get to play with them, I'm not buying these guys because mm, it's not gotcha. like something I would want to just display. Yeah. yeah, and I think they're also. Oh, they would take a while to paint too. Yeah, there's a lot going on with those guys. Yep. Um. All right. So then let's chat demon princes. Okay. Demon princes, not too shabby. I like them. I uh, like them a lot. The, I mean, the popular consensus is that they're not good, but. Uh. I I I I think they can be good if you you have to take care of them in the game. You know what I mean? You kind of have mm-hmm. to bubble wrap them a little bit until you're ready to unleash them. Uh, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know if they're good or not. I know that I have them because, once again, Games Workshop sent me the stuff, and I've got stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, and, they, and they have their – so they're kind of neat because, let's just, I mean, they move eight. So they're, that's if they're walking. They move 12 if they're flying. You can just choose to give them fly or not. Um, then you can – and if they fly – if they – are on foot, they have a trophy rack. If they're flying, they have wings. I like uh, do not take battle sh- shock tests for friendly units wholly within nine inches with the trophy rack. Yeah. Um, and every time an enemy hero or monster is destroyed by this unit mm-hmm. in the same turn, increase the range of this ability by three. So the battle shock spreads every time he kills a hero. Yeah. Um, I I put wings on both of mine, so I did too. Everyone I just knows. I like yeah, yeah I like yeah. the wings better. Uh, it's got a six up ward save, uh, unmodified roll. Okay, so you got either so you can pick a, a demonic axe or sword or talons. Pick one. Yeah. Um. I I gave one guy an axe and one guy a sword. I did the same. They, they used to have variety. both. Yeah. They used to have both. They used to have an axe or sword, and they still had talons so i don't know why they they kind of nerfed the demon prince who wasn't that great to begin with it's like 
it's weird. They got yeah. this brand new fancy dancy model, and they made him a little bit worse. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's axe or sword. It's five attacks. Uh, one's threes by threes, two ren, two damage. The other's threes by fours, one ren, d three damage. Mm-hmm. If you take the talons, eight attacks, threes by threes, but no ren, two damage. It's like, eh. yeah, right. I can see why people say this isn't that great. Yeah, and then they do have a heroic action. Yes, um, which, is, which is why they got, which is why people like, oh, this is why they got nerfed because they got this new ability. Yeah, so it depict depends on what what. Like I said, I've got corn and Nurgle. So mm-hmm. my corn one, each time an enemy model is slain by wounds allocated from attacks by this unit, heal a wound. So which until is cool. uh, until the end of the turn, you know, if he wades into a bunch of you know a, mm-hmm. a, a chaffy type unit. He's going to be completely healed. Yeah, if he's already taken a couple. Yeah, or you let or you let somebody fight him first. Uh huh. And then he, go, you know, because he gets hit and takes like four wounds, mm-hmm. and then he goes in and fights. He'll just heal it. Right. I mean, but you got to It's a heroic action, so you're picking it in the beginning. So he's either already yeah. healed, or you're still going to let him fight last because you're hoping to. Yeah. Get a bunch of wounds in. Uh, the the Nurgle one I do like. Until the end of the turn, ward rolls cannot be made for enemy units within three inches of this unit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you weighed him in against one of your one of these guys who has you know the, that and the great ward save, and you're like, yeah, no ward yeah. save. It's buddy. like, where's your aspect with Gurish Rage, dude? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no ward, no coming back to life for you, buddy. <laughs> um, undivided yeah. can get strike first. Pretty cool. Uh, Zinch Demon uh, Prince can uh, negate uh, spells cast on him. On a two plus. On a two plus. Yeah, that is actually really good. Yeah, and then it's your hero face. He can cast a spell. Like he's a wizard. If he's already a wizard, this spell is in addition to any other he can attempt to cast. Yeah, and so, it's any spell from the lore of the damned, too. Right. And which, is super, which is super flexible. If he's in the Kabbalist, he already is a wizard, so he yeah. gets so he's getting a second spell. To cast. The only thing with the Cabalus is they get to cast a spell. There's nothing about dispelling. Right. So all these guys that become wizards, they can throw magic. They can't defend against it, though. And Slanesh, uh, if you charge, you can add one of the attack characteristics of your melee weapons. Yeah, I can see why people think these guys aren't that great. Mm -hmm. The models look so good, though. Yeah. (laughs) They came up with this awesome new model, and they're kind of like, and everyone's kind of like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I could see you know what in fact I think I see where I'm going to get points to get a wizard or two in my army yeah I'm still taking two you're taking two ar- I'm taking two because I'm running the spoilers just, well, well because you're running the spoilers right I'm just okay. like glutton for punishment because <laughs> yeah. uh, how much because really, re- there's a way that you can just you can make a slanash demon prince mm-hmm. and he's just literally a missile that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just point him at something, and he just destroys that thing, and then he probably dies. Oh, Demon Prince is one ninety five. Yes, he's kind of right. He's just like yeah, he's not super expensive. He's, yeah, it's just, he's just a, a missile. Then off he goes. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, but I need I need those points for a Gaunt Summoner or two. Because <laughs> yeah. Do you have a Gaunt Summoner? Nope, not yet, but I think no I one, need no one. one. Everyone who wants one would love one, but they can't get one. Why? Are they out of stock? I'm pretty sure they're not available. That lame. Let me see. what They weren't available last time I checked. That's lame. I don't want to make no proxy counts as nonsense going on here. No. 
Uh, let's talk. What else do we got here? Do we want to do we want to talk about Archeon? Do yes. we, should we just should we just do this and go through all the ridiculous glory that is 880 points of Archeon? Yeah, God summoners are out of stock. Oh, sorry, 860 points. Yeah, the guy puts out of stock. Mm. The guy that guy Oh, the, the guy in the, on the disc is in stock now. No, he's the one you want. Yeah. He's 30 points more, but he's got a he's going to he's going to live longer. Yeah. Uh, Archeon, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm sorry, I got the hiccups. You're going to have to start this. I, I'm trying to get this all done. <laughs> so Archeon, I mean, he does all the things he used to do. He's still a wizard. Two, he's a 2-2 two, two wizard. He's the war master, so he's never actually your general. Somebody always is a, your general. Um, He's, as the general, he's a war master. And then he can also be included in all the other factions, but he can't take advantage of their keywords. Right. So no des- destiny dice. Or the right. Slayer of Kings, get out! But of you here can with put that. him in a Blades of Corn. Absolutely, but he yeah. can't. He doesn't. He doesn't get any of their benefits. Yeah. Um, he flies. He's on a mount, crucially, so he can be. Uh, he can be, the person who benefits from that spell. Oh yeah. So he can run and charge with the spell, the demonic speed. He can cast it on himself. Super cool. Uh, he's got his. Uh, things his. So this know, guy's his, got twenty five wounds. He's got a three yeah. up save. He's got yeah. a five up ward. Yeah. Now, uh, when he rolls his ward, if he rolls a six for his yeah. ward save for every unmodified mm. six, pick yeah. an enemy unit within three inches and do a mortal wound. So you, yeah. you're basically it's sort of like the the ham the shield for the the. Uh, Stormcast yeah. Lord. Guy. Yeah, it's like the glowy shield of protectness yeah, on so that, S Sons of Bayon, the same kind of thing. Exactly. So he's got his yeah, his items that he collected in his journey to become the ever chosen, right? The armor of Morkar. Yep. The crown, crown of domination. Dom- enemy units cannot rally or inspire within twelve of him. That's amazing. Eye of Shirian once per battle. And this is good. Once per battle this at the start hot, of yeah. your hero phase. Yep. Uh you got Archeon on the battlefield. He can consult the Eye of Shirin. Roll a die. Mm. On a one to three, your opponent has to go first in the next battle round. On a four to six, you have to go first because this yep. is this is fate. This is who's going first. Yep. As you said, you run in and charge and start smashing with him uh, before the turn starts. You're going if especially if you're second in the turn. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, you know if you're going to go first or second in the next turn, so you know whether. All right, um, you know it's that's. <laughs> that's gonna be pretty a, obvious who's going to go second in the next battle round but if or who's going to go in first in the next battle round when Archeon blasts himself forward here's uh, the thing if you're going first and you roll that and you just find out because you're going I'm going first in this battle round uh-huh. and I use the Eye of Sheeran you and, would never go first with this arm with Archeon but what if what if it was what if I I'm going first like I'm I'm the oh you, you yeah. don't you don't get to pick okay I'm sure, going yeah. first okay so Maybe I roll it then. Like if this is a crucial point, you roll it. Am I? Is this guy going to get the double turn or not? Because mm-hmm. if I know he's going to get the double turn, I can mm-hmm. really plan my actions. Really, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, you can yeah. think about that. You can yeah. always use it when you're going second to see if you can guarantee that you know there's the double turn. But I'm right. saying if you haven't used it, you're getting late in the game. You're always going yeah. first. He's always right. going second. It's. I mean, if I'm playing Archeon, I'm bringing a one drop army. Are you? Oh yeah. 
Because you could end the game on the second turn. That's yeah, that's bananas, right? Yeah. And we haven't even gone through all of his stuff. So he's already got a five up ward where sixes do do mortals back. Yeah. There's no rallying or inspiring presence within 12 inches of him. Once right. per game, he gets to find out. You get to find out what the next battle round is going to be like without uh-huh. any say that you have in it. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, he has a command ability. Yeah. Start of the combat phase. You give it to another friendly chaos unit. Each time a model uh, in the receiving unit is slain, it can fight. So every model you kill, I get to fight with before I take it off the, the board. Yep. That's a, not a bad command ability at all. What it's else does ba- he it's have? A, it's, it's the, yeah, it's just a command ability. Okay, so within 18 inches of Archeon. Yeah. Boom, that unit of Varengard. Boom. If you kill one, they get to fight before they're gone. I was thinking more for just warriors. You know, I would, a bunch do, I would do, I mean, I mean, think about this army. Knights of the Empty Throne. Archeon. As many Varengards you could smash in there. You're going to go second in the battle round. Guy who's that does his stuff. You go second. Oh, I'm going double turning you. Your whole army runs and charges. Because <laughs> you're Varengard and hides the empty throne. Mm-hmm. So you run and charge with your whole army. Charge in. Uh, do all your stuff. Fight again with all your Varengard in that same turn. Uh, do more damage. Uh, right. You're going first and then you're double turning for sure because you already know. Anybody who dies can fight basically three times in that Varengard unit. They oh, fight, yeah. Right? They fight first, they fight again, then they die, then they fight again. Wow. It's yeah. freaking bonkers. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, see. You, could, you, could, you could end a game on the top of turn two with this. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that hard to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just... I, uh... The idea that <laughs> here's the thing: the idea that you're playing Archeon in a in a army of the empty throne yeah. bothers me. <laughs> sure, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just it yeah. bothers me. Like, yes, yeah. you can do that, and yes, I hate you. Yeah, you know what all those guys in I the mean, tournaments you can just, who are but, run, yeah. But, but okay, are, are a lot of people running that? Because I was thinking, I don't know. I mean, I was just, I was just thinking more in the, the his own. He he has his own army, the army of the ever chosen, which has a sure. lot of cool things going for it already. Yeah, you know. I mean, you could also you could run that as well. I mean, he could so do this just, command ability, and then in the right. next turn during his hero phase, he can rally yeah. him at a four plus. Yeah, so I mean, think you you could run whatever one you want with Archeon. If you were just wanted to run in charge with everything, you just run Slanish or Slanash. Yep. We're it's not even of, close to done, though, okay? Oh, I know. But Every time he's affected by a spell, you can choose to roll a die and ignore that on a four-up for the spell yeah. or the effects of the endless spell. So he's got a four-up right. just negating whatever spells go on him, on top of everything yeah. we said so far. Yeah. Um, okay. what, about his, what about his sword? We haven't gotten there yet because we still got if the okay if it's slaves to darkness after we've received our starting command points oh, yeah. but before the start of the first turn, mm-hmm. you can pick one mark. Mm-hmm. You can pick one of the following marks of chaos keywords: corn, zinc, nogosnesh. This unit has the mark of chaos for the battle in it. Okay, so he gets he's undivided. Yeah, but he also gets to pick one other keyword to go with. Yeah, corn, zinc, nurgle, or slanesh. Yeah. Okay, and then he gets that as well. He gets that yeah. ab- that those abilities too. Yeah. Oh. So what's the, what's the Slanesh one? What? 
<laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's run in charge. <laughs> oh, that's right. The run in charge. Yeah, I guess you could put that on him. Oh, yeah, you could. Plus one to run and charge. In addition, he can issue the command. Uh-huh. A friendly. Yeah, so he can basically use a, a command to uh, a command yeah. ability in the charge phase to let himself run and charge. Yep. If he picks Lanesh. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Of course, if he charges with the mark of corn, extra attacks are always good. Yeah, but he's so nasty. He doesn't does he need that? I don't know. I, I don't. I, you know what? You never need it till you need it. That's true. What does Slayer of Kings do? So Slayer of Kings, each time he fights. The unmodified wound roll for two or more attacks. The target same enemy hero to Slayer of Kings is six. That hero is slain. So he gets four but attacks. But it's on the wound roll, which sucks. Yeah. So, but he hits on twos. Yeah. So you're probably going to get four hits. Yeah. And so what are, the odds, gonna, what are the odds of rolling two sixes on four dice? I don't know. I don't know how to do the math for that. That becomes confusing. Hold on a second. Hey, Harrison. What? Do you know how to figure out the odds of rolling... If you roll four dice, the odds that two or more of them will be a six? The odds that two or more of them will be a six? Yes. You need at least two of them to be a six for this thing to work out of your four dice. He's working on that now. <laughs> if he figures it out, he'll tell us. Okay. He's the math guy. He is the math guy. And I, he, I know he knows how to do that. It's just a pain in the butt for him to figure the probability. So he's... You're rolling four, four dice. You want at least two sixes. You can get three, you can get four, but you need at least two. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, this guy is just, I mean, he's a super cool thing about him. He's a wizard. He gets to cast two spells. Two casts, two unbinds. So So he's mystic shielding himself. Slayer of Kings, and even if it doesn't roll the sixes, it's four attacks, twos by threes, two rend, three damage. Yeah. And the claws, two attacks, twos by threes, two yeah. rend, uh, five damage starting, drops down. Yeah. You two take th- flaming sword with this guy? You can't. A spell, a spell. But he, oh. He cast flaming sword, plus one damage. Yeah, I suppose you could. Make Slayer of Kings do four damage. Where do you get that? Where's that spell? Oh, that's it's just a, generic it's just a spells. basic spell. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the generics. Uh, and plus, he's got three special monstrous rampages. <laughs> yeah, one for each head of Dorgar. Yeah. So the Nurgle one, pick an enemy within six inches, roll a number of dice equal to the number of models, maximum to seven. For each three up, it takes a mortal wound. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Honestly, you get seven dice. I, I've I've been known to roll six. Three ups on seven dice. It's yeah, I mean, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not bad. Mortal wounds. Uh, the corn one, pick an enemy model within three inches and roll a die. If it's greater than its wound characteristics, it's slain and you heal a number of wounds equal to the enemy model's wound characteristic. I like that one. That's not a bad one, especially if you're going to go yeah. a little conservative. Maybe you got a three or four wound, yeah. you know. Cause you can, yeah, because you can do it in combat. Mm-hmm. It has to be greater than that model's wounds. Yeah. And then the last monster's rampage is the Zinch one. Pick an endless spell within 12 inches. On a two-up, it's dispelled. And if the catcher's on the battlefield, they take D3 mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Archeon does a lot. Oh, yeah. There's I a mean, lot of bookkeeping he, there. He's in your army. He is your focal point yeah. through, the whole, through the whole process. He's 880 points. Yeah, he's got to be your focal point. Yeah. And everybody's I mean, afraid of him. 
Yep, you're save stacking down to a one-up save with this guy every turn because he's you're gonna Mystic Shield and then you're gonna all-out defense, or I mean maybe or depending on who you're fighting, then you can all-out attack late. You know, on a, if you do a different turn, whatever. He's gonna be he hits on twos. You don't need all-out attack. You mean get out, You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's got enough different attacks that are all right. high-powered. Like he, yeah, does. I mean, just just the just the combos you can do with him because of his keywords. He has the monster keyword. He's got the mount keyword. Um, think about how the spells interact with him. You have to think about how all the different battle traits interact with him. You know what? What? What faction are you going to put him in? You know. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. This uh, there's just uh, he, I don't have him, and I don't necessarily know that I want to get him right now. Yeah, he's 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 on my shelf, and I painted him. I've never used him in a game. He's so expensive. It's the same reason I never get to use Nagash. Yeah, I want I want to use him, but every time I think about using him, I think about the maybe the person I'm playing against doesn't want to fight Archeon. <laughs> That's the other thing. Now, if you're going to a competitive <laughs> tournament, too too yeah. too bad. Yeah. But if you're just playing around at home, like yeah, yeah. Now, if you said, "Hey, look, I want to play. I want to bring Archeon." Yeah, I'd be I, like, I, "All yeah. right, but I'm going to yeah. be prepared for Archeon." <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, if I, and if I get wiped out to turn two, then we're going to play again, but I'm going to have an army with a few more points. Yeah, I mean, let's think about how to beat Archeon. Oh. I mean... He's, he's got a... No, I don't... I mean, he, he's, he's vulnerable to mortal wounds. About 61%. Well, what did you say, Harrison? Yes. Yes. So out of the four dice, you need at least two sixes. Anything more is gravy, but so if okay, okay. I mean, he he is if he's vulnerable to anything, it's mortal wounds because they bypass all his silly saves. I mean, he has a five up ward, yeah, but he's got a three up save and a five up ward. You know, I'd be better if it was a four up ward. Well, I mean, yes, but he's also eight hundred eighty points with twenty five freaking wounds, yeah, and he can heal back wounds. Yes, he can heal back wounds with skull gorger and heroic recovery, but that's literally the only way you can do it. Unless and you take... he can heal back wounds. Um... I mean, you could you could bring the the and the spell, and he could cast it on for himself. That they yeah. could just follow him around and heal him. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. He seems really hard to beat. I'm curious if any of our listeners play with him or against him. I don't know anyone's ever played against him. Yeah, I mean, I saw plenty of Archeons at the Grand Tournament at, at Adopticon, and they didn't win the Grand Tournament, so. Yeah. Must, right? Yeah, I don't even know how they ranked because I haven't seen any of the stats. I don't know how Slaves of Darkness armies did. Yeah, they were, they were the most represented faction at Adepticon. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, like I said, I, I, I just don't know. Because then there's Bellacor. Yeah. And Bellacor, and now, is he Archeon? No. No. I'm not even going to try to pretend that he is. Yeah. Um, he's also th- only 355 points. He's like a super demon prince, basically. 14 wounds. Yeah, he's a monster. So if you did play with your ones mm-hmm. that get the extra wounds, he's at sixteen. Then, yeah, he casts two. He unbinds two. Mm-hmm. He starts off with eight attacks with his blade, which slowly drops. But it's threes by threes, two rend, two damage. Yeah, he's got his claws, 
One yeah. attack, threes by threes, one rend, two damage. He's got his tail, one attack, twos by ones in the beginning, and that drops yeah. down three rend, two damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a potential in the beginning of about oh, he 20 can, yeah. damage. Yeah, he can spike hard. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I most people who play Bellicor don't put him anywhere near combat. <laughs> yeah, because he can he's, die. He's a little squishy. If an enemy fails a battle shock test within th- 12 inches of you, heal D3 wounds. Yeah. Ignore modifiers when making save rolls for attacks that target this unit. So he's ethereal. He's like yeah. a night haunt. He's like a night haunt. So, oh, so he just has a straight four up save. Yep. But no ward save, crucially. Yeah. And like I said, the Dark Master. Um, this is his main ability. This once per battle. Bellicor. This is why you take Bellicor right here. Okay. Once per battle, start of the enemy hero phase, pick an enemy unit until your next hero phase. At the start of each phase, mm-hmm. you can roll a die for that unit. On a three up, it cannot move, shoot, fight, or use command abilities, champ prayers, attempt to cast spells, attempt to dispel endless spells, or unbind spells. So basically, at the start of every phase, I roll a die, and on a three up, that unit is basically out of the round. Yep. Out of that and phase. And there's no range. That is really cool. It's only once per battle, though. Once per battle. So you do it at the most crucial time. The time when it's you like, got oh, that no. guy. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, no. The Kraken Eater is about to smash that thing. Boom. Dark Master. I just charged it with. Out. I just charged that unkillable thing with five different units, and I don't mm-hmm. want him to do a thing except sit there. Right. It's like, oh, you're... He you can't know, move yeah. or shoot yeah. or fight. If he can't fight, can he can he roll his saves? Yeah. Okay, he so he can roll he his saves. Yeah, he can't attack. Use command abilities, chant prayers, cast spells, dispel. Okay, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he does have a... Bellicor does have his own spell in Feeble Foe. It's yeah. uh, six with 18 inches. Pick an minus enemy one unit. Yeah. Minus one to wound for attacks. Yeah. I mean, Bellacor seems pretty good, but... I yeah, mean, he's cool. But he's not unkillable. I mean, you know, you could just... You could literally... A Zinch army could kill him in the one turn. <laughs> yeah, that's not... You know what I mean? It? It's like, oh, my... Yeah. Six Skyfires are going to shoot him. There's... Well, what about his little buddy, Eternus? Because uh, Eternus isn't yeah. too bad. Eternus no, has nine wounds with a three-up save, which is great. Mm-hmm. He's got... 11 attacks here. Five attacks, yeah. threes by threes, two rend, two damage. That's great. Yeah. Six attacks, more attacks, three by three. They're one rend, one damage. And then the horse has three attacks, fours by threes, one rend, one damage. So there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. He uh, he gets strike first when he charges, so you know you're going to get your hits in. Mm-hmm. At the start of the hero phase, if he's near any friendly Chaos Legionnaires unit... Yeah, or a friendly Furies unit. Now Legionnaires, that's all uh, those are like the Warcry the, Warbands, those are right? Warcry Warbands, yeah. Because he's in the because he's in the Varen, uh, he's in the eight points. Yeah. So that's where all the Warcry Warbands are trying to get the attention. So if he's got one of those Warcry Warbands near him, or Furies, which are the Warcry, the some of the de- the monsters mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. he gets an additional command point. That's yep. not bad. No, it's cool. So if you take Eternus, you definitely want to take a Warcry Warband with you. I guess they don't all have it. Um, Chaos Legionnaires unit. Trying to figure, remember whose I are. That's a good question because if we're saying one thing, it better try to be right. I don't mean 
Lord knows I don't know much, but I'd like to not be stupid. Which ones are the Legionnaire units? Uh, yep. No, this is Mortal Cultist. None of it's none of these Warcry Warbands. Oh, Chaos Legionnaires. It's an actual unit. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Dark Iron Weapons. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Who are these guys? That's a, that's a it's a uh, under it's a Warcry Warband. Is it? Yeah. Oh, did I miss that? Okay, Harrison did the math. Okay. Uh, and it says it's a 42% chance. <laughs> wow. That you will roll two or more sixes. Sixes. Um, yeah. So almost half the time. Mm-hmm. The thing and the only, you and there, there are some things that, that doesn't work against, like Mega Gargants. Right. Doesn't work on him. Marathi. Doesn't work on Marathi. Anything that you can't be outright slain, it'll say like, "Oh, if, if this will yeah. outright kill you, you just take so many wounds." Yeah, and ironically, an Archeon could do it to a different Archeon. Oh, and so that Chaos Legionnaires—they also they're threes to hit, fours to wound, but they become threes to wound if they're near Bellicor. Yeah. So, all right. Um, and they're sweet models. Those are the cool models. They are pretty cool. Uh, I just didn't realize you were a Warcry Warband. I don't think I have that one. Yeah. Uh, Eternus also has Veins of Black Lightning. At the end of your movement phase, if this unit has been slain, so if he gets killed like turn one, at the end of every one of my movement phases, I can try this. Yeah. Roll 2d6, plus one if Bellicor is on the table, and an eight up, I set him up on the table again with all his wounds. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. Kind of cool. That right there, if you kill him... Now you take Scar Bloodwrath from the Blades of Corn book, and you have another guy who does the same thing. <laughs> oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> he, like, d- like dies and then comes back to life in a pool of blood. All right, so let's do of this. of course he does. Let's yeah. take care of the Gaunt Summoners, and then we're going to have to take another break. Okay. And we've still got, like, 15, or we've got, like, 10 heroes. <laughs> And then a bunch of this, yeah, I mean, the guys. There's so much. I'm. I, this is. This is I'm, I'm. getting tired here. Yeah. I mean, um, we, we we kind of we don't have to talk about the the war bands. Oh, uh, we're not. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, or I mean, we'll we'll cover the the highlights. Now, Gaunt Summoner. They're. Yeah. I think they're almost exactly. Yeah. The <laughs> same, with the exception of once on you, a disc. Or if not, you put yeah. him on a disc, he does have. Extra attacks from the disc, and he's got a better save, crucially. Yeah. Okay. So a regular Gaunt Summoner has five wounds, a six up save, and moves five inches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he can cast two, he can dispel two. He adds one to casting, dispelling, and unbinding automatically. And mm-hmm. he knows all the spells from the Lore of the Damned. Okay. Yep. Once for battle at the end of my phase, I can pick an enemy hero within nine inches that made an attack that came after me. Or use an ability or spell or did something to me? Mm-hmm. Um, roll 2d6. If it's greater than the wound characteristic of that hero, that hero is removed from play. Yep. See ya. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, and it says, no, see Gaunt Summoner on Zinch of Disc, War Scroll. Roll 2d6. The hero is removed from play. The hero cannot be returned if you are allowed to bring back slain models. This model has not been slain. Oh. Right. 
All right, so you could take that hero of roll 2d6 is more than his wound characteristic. He is gone and can't come back. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Silvered Portal, after you deploy him, when you would set up another friendly Zinch unit that's not a monster, you can say it's in the Silver Tower as a reserve, and then you can set it up on the board wholly within nine, but more than nine from the enemy units. So that's a good thing. And then Infernal Flames, that's a spell. Cast seven, 12-inch range, pick an enemy unit, roll a die for each model. On each five up, it takes a mortal wound. If it's mm-hmm. a monster or a war machine, roll five dice for each model instead of one. Right. That's all pretty good. Yeah. It's got an 18-inch missile weapon, three attacks, threes by threes, one rend, one damage. And even it's, I mean, you don't want to get it into a fight. But two attacks, no. threes by threes, two rend, D3 damage. Like, if it does get in a fight, it'll still hit. Yeah, not bad. Um, but um, his his main purpose is his silver portal rule. To keep and someone he, in the... Yeah, he put pink horrors in there. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thinking, you know, he's... I mean, the Gaunt Summoner, I mean, he's got casting two, dispelling two. And he's yeah. plus one to cast and dispel and all right. that. Yeah, now, his, his, his main use is to put pink horror somewhere n- annoying. I'd put him on a disc because for the 30 extra points, I get the more melee attacks. But more mm-hmm. importantly, an extra wound, six wounds, four up save, 16-inch move. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the extra points so he can move around because then he can be where he needs to be. Yeah. You know, all over the board. Yeah, I mean, th- really the play is the, the guy in foot, the reason why he's sold out right now, because of Galician champions, you can make him be the Tunnel Master. Oh, I don't even remember what that is. So Tunnel Master is once per game. He can teleport anywhere on the table more than nine inches. Uh-huh. And then he can pop out his unit that he's summoned out. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the Zinch book, he can do two units. In this book, he can do one. So you Tunnel Master him somewhere awesome and jump out. Pink horror somewhere annoying. Uh huh. That's that's what that's what he does. Uh, I'm just looking at this book now. Chaos Lord on Demonic Mount. Chaos Lord on Manicor. Chaos Sorcerer yeah. Lord on Manicor. Chaos Lord on Carcadrac. Chaos Lord on Foot. Chaos yep. Sorcerer Lord. Um, that's like what eight Chaos Lords. Yeah. So we're gonna take yeah. a break, and when we come back, <laughs> we're just gonna talk about them in general. Yes. Like I mean, you're gonna need, uh, you're gonna want some chaos lords. They do, they are choppy. They all do the same thing too. They all do most of the same thing. I mean, once yeah, you put them on yeah. different things, you know. Yeah, of course. But yeah, but they're basically the same. Do you want them on a manacore? Cool. Manacore yeah. is rad. I hate oh, yeah. this model. Mm, I, I have hate one, yeah. this model. <laughs> I've always hated this model. This is one of those models. It's that one late that what I forget what the name was of the the sculptor, Trish and Morrison. Every single model that's got a monster, it's on its hind legs. Its one claw is coming straight down, yeah, and the other claw is coming in from the side like a swipe. Every yep. single one. It's not a great pose. Um, I I actually was, I have to say, um, and I might actually. I don't know if I still have them. I might have sold them, but if not, I'm going to order. I may order them again. The Manticore and the Chimera, made by the guys who do that. I forget what the name of the game is, um, but they they have a. I know a, what you're talking about. Though those are gorgeous, and I did get them, and I forget what it's called. It's like it's got a really like, weird, it's like Raging Heroes or something like no, that. No, no, this is uh, I forget. 
They used to actually sponsor the show a long time ago. Oh. Uh, Mirs Minis? Mersha. Mersha Mini. That's it. Yeah, Mersha yeah, yeah, Miniatures. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep. Thank you. Uh, Mersha has an, an amazing one of these. Um, yeah. I, I like the I like the Cast Lord on the Manicore. I like what he does. I just, it's not, I just, ugh, the Manicore. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, we got to take a break. We're going to come back, talk a lot more Lords. We're probably going to wind up going into four breaks here because there's not enough left to split this into a second episode. But there's still, I am not kidding, there are almost 30 pages of units. And we're going to skip all out of those Warcry Warbands, but there's still a lot to come. So we'll be back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paints? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. We're back. We're back. Oh, boy. Again. Okay. Okay. Before we get back to the, the meat of the show here, I just wanted to uh, stop right after uh, we came back because, all right, so during the commercial break, Harrison came up to me and said, don't tell them that that's not right. And I was like, what? And he said, don't tell them it's 42% chance to roll uh, a pair of sixes on four dice. He's like, that's crazy. I totally missed. I, I missed one step in my calculations. It's like 14%. So I just wanted before anybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe how stupid this guy is. And his kid who's supposed to be a math major screwed that up. Uh, no, he figured he, he came over and said, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Um, it is about a 14% chance with the Slayer of Kings to roll two sixes on four dice. Just want to clarify that so that my son doesn't have a stroke uh, because he's freaking out about this. So there we go. So <laughs> you've got your pick of Chaos Lords here. Yep. You know, they got eight wounds on a mount, 12 wounds on a monster mount. Mm -hmm. You know, they generally got a four up save. Well, three it's up interesting. On three up, four up on the monster. Three up on the other mounts. Yeah, I, wish, I, I can't believe the the chaos lord on Manicore is a four. It's kind of lame. But if you give well, a shield, probably because it's just so big. Like it's kind yeah, of hard to miss hitting it. If you give him a shield, he's a three. Yeah. 
which is important because it changes the save characters to three and doesn't just increase it by one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can still all out defense down to a two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just think that's even more funny that that guy way up on the back up there, that silly model, puts a shield on and suddenly he's got a three. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, where is that blocking anything? Yeah. Um, like they're they've all got cool things. It just depends mm-hmm. on what you want to play. I love yeah. the basic chaos lord on demonic mount. If it charges, it strikes first. Yeah, if that it, guy's cool. Yeah, if it charged, um, you and can. They have a new model. They have a new model for it, right? Yeah, I think so. I have an old one. I used to have a bunch of this stuff. Like I said, I sold a lot of this stuff when I was. Yeah. Uh, when when AOS came out, when I was like, I'm just not playing all these armies, and I need to yeah. clear out stuff and get money for grad school. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I had I the co- metal ones. The, yeah, I have a couple of the Archeons on foot. You remember that old model? I only remember the Archeon on the on Dorgar on the horse. Yeah, I don't have I don't have that guy, but I have I, have, I think I have like three of him on foot, which I converted into various things. Interesting, very interesting. Um. I'm just trying to look and see if there's anything on these guys that you that it really stands out. Like oh, the that, Manticore, yeah, I mean, the Manticore's got cool things, but there's nothing here that it's like, oh, this makes it so different. And not at least I'm not I'm not seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they all have like you can give a six up can... ward to uh, mm-hmm. with the with the Chaos Sorcerer on the Manticore in the hero freight in the hero phase. You can give a mortal slave to you, darkness unit uh, a six up ward. And that one actually has a spell, uh, mm-hmm. but again, again, it's just doing mortal wounds again, just rolling yeah. against units and doing mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. The Karkadrak is a cool model. Yeah, I see a lot of Karkadraks around. Well, it's got nine wounds and a three-up save. That's probably mm-hmm. part of the reason. Um, mm-hmm. It does a lot of little extra mortal wounds. It's got a five-up ward against them. And yeah. if it charges, it strikes first, and you uh, after he fights, he can pick another unit next to him to fight immediately. Right. That's that's pretty much a thing with all the lords on mounts. They pretty much can give yeah. extra guys, the Knights of Chaos rule, so they let other people fight at the same time as them. They pretty much have a five-up ward against mortals. That's pretty much a thing for all these guys. Yeah. But really, it's kind of just like take your pick. Which one do you like? Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I mean... I don't know. There's it's going to be something that appeals to you, whether it's the model's look or the mm-hmm. thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Lord on foot is still good with six wounds and a three up save. Yeah. Um, he can have the retinue. He can have a unit with him. Chaos warriors or chaos chosen to be his retinue, and they can just he can basically just slough wounds off to them. Yeah, and he's cheap. One fifteen. Yeah. He's one fifteen. Yep. And when he fights, his retinue can fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, okay. If he keeps it near him, they can fight right away. They're they're all good. It's odd that he doesn't get the five award because he doesn't have a shield. Poor guy. Yeah, but still, he has. The, but he has the bodyguard rule. He, yeah, he's got a, a twenty man unit of chaos warriors next to mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. that can just soak up all of his damage. Right. Uh, we are the chaos sorcerer lord. It's got a decent uh, spell because that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Goes off on six, range of 18, Immortal Slaves to Darkness unit. Add one to hit and wound rolls for their melee weapons until that's your bonk. next hero phase. That's that's flatly yes. crazy. It's just amazing. So you'll see 
and most he can armies. give the six up ward like the yeah. other sorcerer lord can. Mm-hmm. Most, I think most wizard, most armies have two of these guys in there. Really? Most of the time. Yeah, they're that good. Mm-hmm. I make one of them zinch, so he can teleport a unit. So one guy teleports a unit, the other guy does demonic power, pretty much. Huh. Super good. And then, yeah. Then make one a tunnel master. You can teleport next to the unit you just teleported right on. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> um, exalted hero of chaos. He's... <laughs> He's only got the four up save, but if oh. he, but he can if he takes the blade and shield instead of yeah. the axes, right? Which I would take. I I just kind of guess. I don't know. I'd take the shield for the three up save. The paired axes is nice, eight attacks, but there's still fours by fours, right? You need some. You need to waste that your sky spell to make this guy hitting on wounded on threes. Well, I mean, just giving the dude a shield gives him a three up save and a ward of five up against immortals yeah it's like, it's like oh, why well. wouldn't you take it right uh, yeah um and if he's near monsters or heroes it's plus one attack so yeah i'd be mm-hmm. taking the blade and the shield all the time all that model with the two axes looks really nice that's when he's got really the two cool. axes yeah it's really sweet the new ogroids mm-hmm. these guys are new i like these guys i like their lore i like that they're smart and they're clever <laughs> Yeah. And they're just like, ugh, nobody lets us be cool because everything in everything under Gorka Morka yeah. gets destroyed. Right. Um so with the Ogroid Myrmidon, mm-hmm. um now this guy plus one to wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by this unit if any wounds or mortal wounds were allocated to it earlier in the same phase. Yeah, that's pretty much the standard rule for these guys. Yeah, so if someone else draws blood, these guys add plus one to wound. So then they're hitting on Mm -hmm. threes, wounded on twos. Sixes do two hits. Yeah. I thought they missed a trick here and didn't put the Ogroid Thaumaturge in this book. Right? Uh, I mean, why not? I'm not certain. He's just a zinchy wizard guy. Why not? Why is he in here? I don't know. I guess you could ally him in, but yeah. But I guess I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, the the funny thing is the Theradons. Yeah, they've only got five wounds and a five up save. Yeah, I was I ran against them uh, at a tournament, and I thought, oh man, these guys are going to be rough. And they hit pretty hard, but then they just all died. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> they have, oh, they have, sorry. Like, they if have, they take the uh, Felchin and Shield, they have a four-up save. Yeah. They, so they'll have. Like, a, so you'll take the you'll take the Felchin and Shield with them yeah. as well. The, the ones I was facing had great axes. Yeah. Now that is threes by threes, two rend, three damage. It was it was nasty. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. It was like woof. But you know, I was Mystic Shielded all at defense, so I kind of tanked it, and then. Just beat him up. It was like, okay. Yeah. I, I like them. I yeah, have, they're sweet. I mean, they're they're cool models. They're very cool models. They're very cool models. I like what they look like. I like their lore. Yeah. Um like I said, they're they're in what I have. So in that yep. <laughs> my two thousand points of what I have list, they're in it. Yeah. So I'll I be wish trying there, them. Yeah. I wish there was more of them, honestly. That's the that's just the only two units I think, right? Yeah. 
I feel like it's a um this is like a little taste. If this goes well, maybe we'll mm-hmm. get a whole race of Ogroid book. That'd be cool. The Gorons. It? The Goro the Gorons. Yeah. The Gorons. Yeah. They'll be right up there with the have a battle against the the golems. It's in the KO book. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to know what the golem kin are. I really want to know. <laughs> right. The Chaos War Shrine. Is this thing good? It seems like it might be good. But it's, I'm not- it's it's good. Um I mean yeah. it's it's got five prayers on it. Mm-hmm. Um but you you're basically only going to get the one, right? Yeah, you got yeah, you got to pick one. Yeah. Edward you gotta pick a charge rolls for fa- corn. You gotta pick yeah. A, gotta pick a a mark. Yeah, and so I'm either corn or Nurgle for my whole army. So mm-hmm. let's see, bloodlust. Uh, what does that do? Add one to charge rolls. Okay, not bad. Uh, seeping blades, Nurgle, uh, eighteen inch plus one to wound. Add one to wound rolls. Oh, well, that's that's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Slanesh gets what? Uh, oh, they can do a 3d6 charge from 18 inches. Yeah. And Zinch, minus one from wound rolls for attacks that target the unit. See, I, like, I kind of like that one. Yeah, but minus one to it, wound them. But it, you need yeah. some Zinch guys on the table, which exactly. I, I, don't yeah. have, I don't have anything except the wizards, mm-hmm. and I'm not taking the whole war shrine just to do that. Right. Um. God, it's a... Mm. I don't know. It's a, it's a big chunky model, and people see that and they're like, "Ooh, exactly." And there's so, like I said, there's so much stuff here. Now the chariots seem really good. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy, or do the chariots seem like they just gonna they're gonna hit things and do some damage? I have a, I have two of them in my list with a Gorby's chariot. <laughs> so I, I'm yeah, I'm definitely all about them. They're hundred points. Yeah, that's the thing. They're cheap, so... Mm. And then it's like, okay... They're cheap, and they have that. They have a great rule. They can run and charge once per battle. That's all you need. <laughs> yep. And then you get in there, and then when you make the charge, whatever your dice roll is, mm-hmm. you get to roll that many dice to see if you can do some mortal wounds with impact hits. Yeah. Um, and the Gore Beast Chariot, too, that one, same thing. Uh, it does, it does, okay, <laughs> the Corby, I like this rule. Mm-hmm. So at the end of your combat phase, if this movement, if this unit made a charge, it can make a normal move, even if it's within three inches of any enemy units. If it does so, it can pass across other models with a wound characteristic of four or less in the same manner as if it could fly. Yeah. In addition, after each such move, pick one enemy unit it passed across and roll a die for each model in the unit. On each three up, that enemy unit <laughs> suffers D6 mortal wounds. It's insane. Well, so, I mean, how many are in this unit? Is this you're going to have one Gorby's chariot. Okay, so it's not going to be a unit of more than one chariot. So you're only you rolling could. one die. Well, no, it says, in addition, after each such move, you can pick one enemy unit at pass across and roll dice for each model in this unit. Yeah, so one die. For each three up, it takes D6 mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. And you could take a couple Gorby's chariots. That's true. I mean, there's. I mean, I think the unit limit is... Where is it? And chariots, it's three. Regular chariots are three. 
Okay. What about Gorby's Chariots? Oh, Gorby's Chariot is three as well. So, I mean, that could be a little bit crazy. But I, the Gorby's Chariot seems really good. And then you hit them, and then you get to move through. And so it's like, I'm going to move through even if I'm near. And then, boom, I'm suddenly either engaged in something else or... Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least I'm moving through a unit. I'm doing damage. I'm uh, I'm I'm getting through your chaff line, trying to get into other things. All right. I just feel like it could be pretty cool. Now here's my other question: Thedra mm-hmm. uh, Skull uh, Skull Scryer and the God Sworn Hunt. The God Sworn Hunt's an older. Yeah, these are the Dark Oath, the original Dark Oath guys. Yeah. Now she well, steez- except, except for the the. the- the dark the, oath chieftain, the he war was the queen OG. and the chieftain. Yeah, yeah those, he's the OG. Yeah, but so this god sworn hunt, mm-hmm. they become extra armor for her. She can. Mm-hmm. She's a wizard, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's <laughs> if they cast this is just such a weird. Like I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Unmodified casting roll. She makes an unmodified casting roll of a 10 up, then the unit fulfills whatever oath they had to do. Yeah. Once it fulfills its oath until the end of the battle, it can cast two spells and unbind two spells. Pretty good. Yeah. And her, her regular spell is throw it at uh, pick an enemy unit and make them minus one to wound mm-hmm. in melee. Is this worth taking? She's pretty sweet. And it's a cool model. I mean, she's got five wounds with a five-up save, and then she's got how and many? She, she got the she, whole unit over there with a bunch yeah. of wounds. Yeah, she and the boys is 160 points. Uh, that may be a lot. But throwing two spells for 160 isn't bad. No, if you can roll the 10. If you can roll the 10. Then you're it only can rolling be un- it, it can be unbind, unbound, too. Just have to roll a 10. If the unmodified so, casting roll is a 10. Yep, you just got to cast it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Oath War Queen. Hundred hundred points, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, she fulfills her oath just being at, at the end of the movement phase, being wholly within enemy territory. Mm-hmm. And then until the end of the battle, if she issues inspiring presence, two Dark Oath or cultist units can get it. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. After she fights, you could pick a Dark Oath unit to fight with her. Yeah. I think the Dark Oath stuff is cool. And one friendly Dark Oath unit could be the Chieftain. Yeah. I mean, it counts. He's got mortal wounds on top of regular stuff on sixes. Mm -hmm. He can make her fight. And then... And who's the other thing? Dark Oath... uh, There's a unit. The cultist unit, yeah. Well, they have their own unit. They have a Dark Oath unit Where called. Where is that? So they are called the Dark Oath Savagers. All right. Let me find them in the book here. You'd page think they would keep it near them. You'd think, but. Do you know what page it is so that I'm not 122. Here? Oh, okay. Here we go. Dark Oath Savagers. Um, One in every 10 models must be a slow. So you got one champion. One every 10 models must be a proven. He gets plus one damage. Yeah, he's got a big sword. One in every 10 must be a god speaker. Is this a new unit or is this a. Is this a Warcry Warband? It's a Warcry Warband. Okay. The models are so good. 
Yeah. They're 10 for 100. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if they control an ob- if they take an objective away from the opponent, they fulfill their oath and they get a five up ward till the end of the battle. Yeah. Um, unmodified hits do mortals on top of regular damage. Now they don't have a lot of damage, but that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Where's the cultist keyword? Who's got that? Um, so like these are like the uh, other. Uh, Warcry Warbands. It's like Untamed Beast, Iron Golems, Spire Tyrants, Scions of the Flame have it. Okay, so some, oh, some of them unmade. have it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's the cult. So you could do a whole army with just Ravagers and Cultists yeah. and all that stuff. You could yeah. do that. That's a viable, like, if, I mean, I don't know how good it is, but you could play that. Yeah, you could hoard it up. Yeah. See. <sighs> This is this is I feel this is this is borderline making me get towards that that uh, stormcast feeling where I'm I'm hitting my limit on mm-hmm. all my options here. Yeah, you know, like I said, I just want an army full of chosen and warriors and knights. I like guys yeah. in armor, but yeah. you don't have to. You could have. You got. I want you to figure. Here's here. You, you got homework. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to figure out a couple of lists and see just how hoardy. Oh, you dude, can get I mean, it. I, you could. I mean, there's. I mean, look, look at what you could do with like splintered fang. I mean, those guys are crazy. They're hit on fours, wound on twos. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, like I said, let's see see what and you can come up with yeah, for yeah, just I mean, a big yeah. hordy army because right. mine's pretty elite. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of tech in these cultist units. Yeah. So like, you take like the unmade, just like a little unit of eight. Or whatever they nine, and just enemy units cannot receive redeploy and rally while they're within a foot of any friendly units with this ability. And that's some serious tech for what eighty five points unmade. Just I've got like one of eighty each of eighty these points. They're the cheap one, one of the cheapest units in the book. Eighty points, and they have that ability. You don't really ever fight with them; they just kind of hang out. They run right behind or off to the side and yeah, just start so. debuffing things. Right. Yeah, I suppose they could, couldn't they? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. I still think the Chaos Knights are my favorites, though. I mean, I know they're not the best. I just love how they look. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. I really do. And the, the Warriors are chosen. Marauder Horsemen and Marauders. Okay. Yeah. They're just still not great. I mean, they're cheap. They are cheap, uh, you know. Not, they kind of got they got nerfed. Yeah, I mean, Marauders are well, Marauders are ten for eighty five. So yeah, and Marauder Horsemen are five for a hundred five, and they're just they they just die. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, they just die. I mean, you're just, you're just supposed to have a million of them. You could you do just, that too. I suppose you could hoard yeah. that out. Yeah, do you answer thirty? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Vortex Beast Soul Grind Soul Grinder. I never quite get, but okay. Like I know it's from forty k, and it just shows up here. But it's pretty. It's pretty cool, actually. It is a pretty cool model, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It just mm. doesn't. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't. Slaughter Brute seems pretty. 14 wounds with a 4-up save. How much does this boy cost? Uh, too much. It's probably too, yeah, 
too many points. We saw I bet he's he you is sure. one set one seventy five. Uh, um, I don't know, maybe. He's yeah. got a lot of attacks, he can do some damage. Yeah, I mean he's a missile. You know, you throw him in there, let him do his thing, and he dies. <laughs> I mean, he's, I don't know, 14 wounds with a four-up save. I mean, he's not going to die too terribly quickly, I don't think. Uh, is there anything else we really want to talk about? I don't want to go into all of the War Cry War bands. Right. Is there something that sticks out that you really want to talk about? Because I, I just, I mean, like you just said, I know there's some cool ones. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, really, the, the War Cry War bands are here for their their little abilities. The horns of Hashut, I just love those models. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, so they got the little critters at the end. They've got the Fulmeroid Crusher. Oh yeah, the yeah. Mind, the Mind Stealer and the Furies. I like the Crusher. Mm-hmm. I have I, one. I just like what it looks, and it's 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 the Fomor or the full if because it's a Fomor. It's got the one eye. Right. Those guys were weird, and I the, the fact that they stick around with this sort of side thing is just so bizarre to me. But I just love that they're here. Okay, so let's you know what let's let's talk about the three endless spells. Okay, let's okay. do that. Uh, Eightfold Doom Sigil. Yep. You drop it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Keep track of everything that dies. Every every mo- how many models die within twelve inches of it? Mm-hmm. At the end friend, of the turn, friend or foe, yeah. Yes. At the end of the turn, roll as many dice as models that died, and then for each three plus, whoever's turn it is gets to pick. Um, slaves to darkness units wholly within eighteen inches to give them plus one attack until yeah. the start of. The that you know that player uh the, you know the the slaves to darkness player's hero phase, yeah. Now, this, so this happens if it stays there, it happens every turn, mm-hmm. and so it's like boom. So even if you even if someone picks and it goes out, like it's it's constantly uh, refreshing. Yeah, uh, you just got to have guys within eighteen inches of it. Plus one attack for all those units. I mean, as you say, all those units. You get a few models die. It's easy to roll a three up. If you roll six dice, you're going to get four of those. If you got four units within right. eighteen whole, inches, whole, wholly within, yeah, yeah. But four units wholly within. What's it is eighteen, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's forty points, so it's it's pretty cheap. Yeah, if you got forty points extra in your list, might be worth this over. Maybe a bank trying to get a triumph. Yeah, I just I'm just thinking. Like I said, a lot of this stuff, you know, if if it's hitting hard, or even if it's hitting just, hey, I'm just, I just added 10, 15, 20 more attacks. Mm-hmm. You know, through all this stuff, and then suddenly, boom! It's it. These guys are smashing. Yeah. No, you convinced me. <laughs> uh, Realm like scourge it. rupture. Yeah, so this one is a predatory in the spell. Mm-hmm. Cast of the seven, range of nine, moves nine, flies, and he's to move in the straight line in the direction in which its spikes are pointing. <laughs> so it just impales stuff. Yeah, after it's moved, roll a die for each unit that has any models it passed across, and for each unit within an inch of it at the end of its move. On a two-up, the unit takes D3 mortal wounds, and its move characteristic is halved until the end of the battle round. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, boom. 
there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you and know, then the Darkfire Demon Rift was this uh, one. Another predatory in the spell. Cast seven, range nine. Um, move it nine flies, uh, and it moves. Roll a dice for each unit has models that pass across, and for each other unit with an inch of it at the end of its move, two up, D three mortals. And then you add one to the number of mortal wounds caused by this endless spell for each other endless spell within a foot of this endless spell after it is moved. And one of the normal... Okay, so on a two-up, it would take D3 plus one if there's another endless spell within 12 inches of this. Mm-hmm. And it would be D3 plus two if there's right. even more. Okay. Not bad. No, how much does that thing cost? Uh, oh, that's 80 points. That, 80, yeah. yeah. So kind of a lot. The forty one though is in, interesting because there's the uh, there's a grand strategy that goes with that right where you have to have an end the spell on the battlefield. Let's the take end. a look. Uh, get past the path to glory. There, there we go. Um, yeah, when, uh, master of dark ritual. When the battle mm-hmm. ends, you complete this. If there's a slaves of darkness, endless spells on the battlefield that you set up. Right. And that one doesn't move too much. And if it's not too close, I mean, I could see people trying to get rid of it. But yeah. I think also if you've got a couple of wizards and they don't want to, or mm-hmm. maybe they don't have that many, I don't want to necessarily waste a spell. Yeah. Taking cast that away. A, cast on a five, too. So, I mean, you wait till you go last, you know, in the game. Hope you got a sorcerer left alive and roll a five, get your grand strategy. That's that's not bad odds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, as long as you keep your wizard alive. Mm-hmm. And try to finagle the turn order. Yeah. Yeah, why there's, not? I mean, there's a lot of, I don't, I just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm reading this, and I feel like this last segment has been weak, and you know what? It kind of has. <laughs> um, You know, it's only been like 30 minutes. I really thought we would take like an hour but mm. I, there's just so many things, and I don't know what to pick. And yeah. they've got I mean, the basic starter box, and I'm like, I like that. You know, yeah. I'm just like. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the, the stuff that we didn't, you know, all these cultists and all these guys. I mean, there's, I mean, that it's all, it's all techie stuff, you know. It's, it's all just a, flavor. What yeah, do you just, like, just, you know? What do you, what do you want to do? You know, and here's the thing. I always kind of feel like this is just. They're only doing this because they sell the other game, and if you're playing it, you want to be able to incorporate it into the big game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it kind of feels like that. Like I said, that's why I don't do a lot of the Warcry Warband things because they not Warcry the uh, Underworld Warband things because they just they never they they just never feel. Yeah, they're usually a little overpriced for what they do. Yeah, it just it never feels like it's something that really gels with this. But on this. Book, especially when a lot of this stuff happens at the eight points. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all those Warcry Warbands fit in here, and I could see some yeah. guy just gathering all of these misfits out there together and running them off together. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you could. There's so many lists you could build. Yeah. I mean, you were saying you built a list for every one of those six. Absolutely, and so did I. And I had, and it was like, and I could have built a couple for some of these mm-hmm. lists. Like, you know what? Give me a few more of these. Yeah, and I mean, like you like, said, I did one with the demon princes with a ton of monsters, and I did one with just the demon princes getting bonuses. Yeah, and just took them and then ran a bunch of uh, cultists with them, not or mm-hmm. you know whatever they are, um, like marauders, figuring just have a lot of bodies, and then these 
B- boosted demon princes. Yeah, I mean, like even like it's like the uh, the underworld's warband, the uh, Kagra's Ravagers. Uh huh. I mean, her the the wizard in that unit is her spell is pretty good. So that's the old Mask of Darkness spell. I mean, she can only cast it on Kagra's Ravagers, but she can teleport them. Oh well, yeah. You know, and then they count as so. There's three of them, so they count as you know six. They count as two models each for contesting objectives. I mean, that's just boop. That's just a sweet battle. You know, that's a battle tactic. You know, just from that yeah. little spell. And uh, the problem is that uh, she yeah, she's not a hero anymore. No, right? Because Kagra used to be a hero, I think, but she's not anymore. But you could still do it. You know, it's pretty neat. There's yeah, there's just a lot of cool mm-hmm. things here. Like, hold on. How much are these guys? I'm looking at another stupid cultist unit. Um, Iron golems are only 100 points. Yeah. Now, and, look, and their ability is awesome. Yeah. So there's eight models in there. So you're only getting eight wounds for 100 points. Mm-hmm. But it's plus one to save rolls for attacks that target this unit if this unit has not made a normal move in the same turn. Yeah. So once they're up there, you know, mm-hmm. that that fir- if they charge or something like that, that one they're not getting it. But if they j- they haven't moved, they kind of get up front and they're waiting. Yeah. They got a four up save and then they get a plus one to save rolls. Yeah. I mean, that's eight wounds that are sitting there that are going to be hard to pull apart and they actually you know, I, I mean, there's lots of little chaffy units that all have something they can do here. Exactly, and you can and you can kind of maybe you can set up what you're trying to do mm-hmm. with you know the flavor of these units like like untamed beasts they can run in charge. So if you're doing like the whole like slanesh thing, mm-hmm. get a bunch of those dudes. Science of the flame. Yeah, all shall burn. Uh, cool yeah, rule. that's great. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you know you're going to be playing against hordes, or if there's a chance you can, you got them here. Uh-huh. And then, oh, okay, that's your unit of that. Okay, so if the enemy unit has 10 or more models, all yeah. hits score three hits. Yeah, that's their shooting attack. Yes. Oh, that's- yeah, okay, so it, they each get one attack with their shooting attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's eight models in the unit, right? So that's eight attacks Yeah. hitting on fours, so four should hit, which means you get 12 hits. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then they wound on threes. Right. But no rend, but that's okay. But still, this is a this is a, a, a 90 unit point unit or 100 point unit mm-hmm. that you've got back there with an right. army that doesn't have a lot of it. I'm just saying, there's so many cool little things, and I keep looking at going, can I use that? Yeah. Can I Corvus, use that? Corvus Cabal. Yeah. But they it's can, like it's set, only they eight. Set up, oh, you, they, set up, they set up as reserves. Yeah. So, so, so that's another unit that can just go anywhere. It's just it's only like eight models. Right. And they can get killed pretty easily. That's, oh, yeah. But they've I mean, all got this cool little thing. Like, I yeah. could totally see having fun just playing right. all of those on the field. I envision these being used for, like, they, they get to do, like, their cool ability. They do it, and then they just get smoked or whatever. But they, at least they do that thing, yeah. which can help you win the game, you know? I'll throw my iron golems in front of your small unit that doesn't have a lot of rend, and I'll just yeah. be like, okay, stop this first. You know, here's a roadblock. Right. So, I mean, you, 
honestly, 100 points, 80 to 100 points per unit is like a chaff unit in this game. Absolutely, yes. Throwing in one or two of those, it mm-hmm. could could really be, I don't know. I think right. it's cool. I think it's and really the, cool. Like we already mentioned, like the unmade. I mean, they're just a tech. They just, you, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redeploy now. Nope. What? Yeah. Why? You're within a foot of the unmade. Oh, crap. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. bring those guys in. Put them right behind your unit. You're not going to run. You're not going to change up on us. Right. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I, I, are we are, are we kind of done with this? I think we've both given this one a thumbs up, right? Like you're oh, yeah, monkeying is, around with your stuff, and I'm starting to paint yeah. mine. Yeah, I mean, the book is super cool, and it hasn't really changed that much. I mean, they, the new stuff they added they oh, is obviously all the cultists. Um, they made the chosen much better. The knights are about the same. The warriors are about the same. So those are the main units you're going to be seeing, I think. And they're pretty much identical, except for the chosen hit a lot harder now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great. Yeah, like I said, I I love this army. I love this book. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I I don't know how viable each of the six. Uh, different factions are depending on what your you know yeah. what your build is, but if you're playing what you like, whatever you like in this book, you could find a place for it. Absolutely, you want to go hordes? Go hordes. You want to go super elite and have 15 models in your army? Go ahead. You want to take Archeon and Varengard and that's it. You mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. Monster Mash, knock yourself out. Yeah. You want to ally in a Mega Gargan? Sure. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Yeah, L.A. and Omega Garged. Yeah, I think they can take the Gatebreaker. I think. Archeon with the Mega Garged <laughs> and some Varen Guard. That's up, Saul Army. Oh well, yeah, you could do Archeon, a Mega Gargant, and like three units of Marauders or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? In case the Gargant gets hungry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this up. Uh, you ready, Chris? Uh, uh, not yet. Always thanking the sponsors, of course. That's Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Squared Studios, and Grognards. Uh, I also want to thank the Patreon sponsors again. Our associate producers, Jake C., James Brown, Old Man Yeti, and George Stradone, and our executive producer, Scott Milne. Thank you all for being part of the Almost 1% that make this show and all the things done on this show possible. All right, so we did the whole lore review in under three hours. I'm proud of me mm. and you. It's about two and a half, I think, and that's okay. not bad. Um, What's next? Um, are we going to get together later this week and talk about your your, your Adepticon? Yeah. Okay, so then that'll probably be a bonus. Um, who knows? That might be out before this was out. I don't know. So then after this, we've got, we're, we've got so many books to cover. Yeah. I was, were we thinking corn? Probably. I was thinking corn. Or Slanesh. It's also here. We could do Slanesh. Or, or wait, how about this? We could do corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if I had my choice between Slanesh and corn... We could start. We, we will do. We'll do them both. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we'll start with that. So sounds good. Looks to me. like that's what we're doing next. We'll see if we can get that into one episode. 
<sighs> Chris. Yeah, man. We did it. Yes. Yep. And uh, God, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I keep looking at this book. I've been looking at it and flipping through it for the last couple of days. Just like, I could do this. Or wait, I could do this. Oh, what if I do this? All I know right now is I got to buy a couple of wizard models. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have any wizards in my army, and I don't want to be have to be a cabalist. Although, if what'd you I, get for your Warhammer Plus model? I got the orc. Oh, oh you got the forty k model? No, did you I, get your new one? Did you get your new one yet? Oh, um, yeah, I think I might have gotten the Zinch. Well, the, the choices were a wizard mm-hmm. or. A, a, sor- a chaos sorcerer wizard or like a crazy chaos warrior guy I don't, I don't remember which I, I don't remember which I picked to be honest with you I think <laughs> I think it was the I think it was the wizard I have to look have at one. it then you have one unless I didn't give I didn't give that when I gave you those other models at Adepticon did I I didn't there wasn't mm-hmm. one okay that, so then it's got to be here somewhere yeah I'll dig it up maybe I'll go look for it in a minute there but you, you know what? We should probably wrap up the show instead okay. of me trying to figure out. You know, that's some first world problems right there. <laughs> yeah, I got some $40 model came in the mail. It's somewhere in there. I don't know. Oh, I boy. mean, I should go look for it rather than run out and just buy another one, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, can't find it in my closet of shame. First world problems. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm just tired, man. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, folks. Until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. Oh, Shakur!